This week's Metal Injection Livecast is brought to you by Metallica Through the Never. If you live for Metallica, then don't die before September 27th. See the 3D movie that Rolling Stone calls a full-throttle expression of rock and roll anarchy. Metallica Through the Never, only in IMAX 3D on September 27th. Hello, I am Chuck Landington welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Have you guys been playing GTA 5 as much as we have? Sid's been murdering random passers-by every night. Darren is completing mission after mission, and Rob is just mad that the virtual barbecue ribs don't look realistic enough. Here's the show. There's there's not enough barbecue sauce on the ribs, damn it. True, I have to say. You need to get the barbecue sauce cheat code. Yeah. They haven't released <laughs> it yet, but it's coming. Okay, good. Welcome to a new edition of the Metal Injection Livecast. We have a few guests sitting in. Of course, Jake is here with us again. Jake from Periphery. Hello, Hi. Jake. Hi. And uh, we have Bob Lugau. Lugau. Yeah, Lugau. Jeez. Lugau. Lugau. No, I know how to pronounce it. I'm just oh. being a dick. Uh, Bob works at Relapse Records and co-owns Brutal Panda Records. Our studio audience is very excited for Bob. Bob, also a huge Prince fan. You're going to hear some of that later. <laughs> nice. And it's, Bob, Bob is taking over the, uh, your mind. Nice. the playlist and uh, throwing in I'm some Prince. I'm a huge Prince fan as well. Awesome. Who that has heard Prince isn't a huge Prince fan? That's, That's me. an excellent point. You don't like it's Prince? A cock punch. Uh, you need a cock punch then. <laughs> Not from me, but someone should. Bring it up. Prince um, can shred, though. I don't know yeah. if they oh, metal he's an, he's, he's, he's an amazing musician. I'm, I'll give him credit for that, but he hasn't written anything that I'm like, damn, I got to listen to that again. Well, his first couple albums were yeah, very, much more rock-oriented, and then he just went full-on R&B for the last 15, 20 years. So. Well, there's plenty of funk, soul. Yeah, funk, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. I really like a, his outfits. <laughs> Thanks, Noah. He's the purple Yoda. <laughs> the assless chaps. Yeah. Kind of those. Nice platform shoes. Yeah, people think like Miley Cyrus's VMA yeah. performance was, you know, cutting edge and subversive. Yeah, yeah Prince showed chic like also, 10 years ago. Yeah. Also, on. Prince wears platform shoes because he's four foot six. <laughs> Not because it's a fashion statement. He's just a very small man. <laughs> Thank you for that delayed laugh, Rob. I appreciate that. <laughs> nice. All right, go on. All right. Well, I, I had an interesting weekend. Let's just get into it. I went to the uh, for it. Uh, Apollo Theater last night to see Metallica. I believe perform. it's pronounced Apoyo. <laughs> oh, a, the Apoyo Theater. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, the Latin part of town. You were uh, in the front row right next to Howard Stern. Uh, I, I wasn't in the front row. I was like eight rows back. Well, maybe. you know why I say that is I just assumed Howard Stern would be in the front row. Uh, no, well, okay, so it was a, it was a serious XM event. Uh-huh. Th- there was no, like, you couldn't buy tickets. You could only get tickets if you're, like, a listener and you went through the station. Mm-hmm. And obviously they invited, like, all the talent from the station in. And it was kind of surreal seeing, like, all of these, uh, like, r- r- big names. From Cousin the- Brucey enjoying the talent. Cousin Brucey was not spotted. <laughs> no, but, like, everyone You're from- seeing Metallica cousins on CBS FM. <laughs> he was just hanging out outside the Apollo anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he, he has an apartment there. <laughs> for, <laughs> he has a I refuse to for move. His, for his like, gumas. <laughs> he has a bunch of gumas in, he has in Harlem. In Harlem, sure. <laughs> uh, anyway... <laughs> No, so that what was weird though is so it's like this mix of, of Sirius XM staff and then like fan, Metallica fans that won tickets. Some of them got on the lower level, and then about fifteen minutes before the show starts, Howard Stern walks in to a seat to sit down to like start watching the show, and 
uproarious. Like everyone's like, oh my God, it's a celebrity. And it's like, he, he just sat there like like an animal at the zoo where like everyone's taking photos of him. Wow. Also, like, like there's going to be celebrities on stage in a couple of minutes. So let's all relax. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was so intense that he left. Well, why wow. wouldn't he be like backstage, like at the side of the stage or something? Anyway, well, That's he like, wants to watch the show. Yeah. Why? Why would he? Side he of the no, stage he wants to watch it. But the acoustics like the way, aren't good from the yeah, side. Yeah, like the way you, you would and watch him should have stood next to each other and just blocked everyone's view. Yeah. <laughs> You're both the same height, right? Well, the guy. Well, I I wasn't like right next to him, but yeah, I think he might even be like an inch or two taller. I thought he was six huge. five. From okay. what I was. When I'm so yeah, we're probably. How do you compare in cock sizes? Oh, no no comparison. <laughs> Rob is way girthier. <laughs> That's obvious. Did you interact with him at all? No, no, not at all. That's not true, because it, I actually have a clip of you t- uh, what you said to uh, Howard Stern. Oh, what did I say? Hold on, let me cue it you up. You want to eat yeah. some mushrooms and have some gay sex? <laughs> oh, yeah. I did say that, but then a security tackled me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, no, no. Knock uh, the mushrooms right out of your hand. <laughs> like, no, it's for Howard. It's for Howard. <laughs> <laughs> he had a security guard with him that stood, like, sat in the seat right behind him, so he wasn't blocking anybody's view. What did his security, security guard. guard look like? He was a much shorter guy. He looked like just like an old Italian man. Oh, it was Ronnie the the limo driver. Oh, is that who it was? Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, but like he did not allow anybody to talk to Howard Stern. Like the moment anybody came within like 10 yeah. like centimeters of him he's like get the hell out of here you're 10 not centimeters that's isn't pretty that close. Much. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's like invading his personal space at that point. that's what I'm saying yeah. so Rob's could, not good at the metrics yeah. I don't know so why was it so intense that he had to leave if he had this bodyguard and no one was there? oh well no but like he came so. back out like as the lights dimmed so no it wasn't as much of a scene yeah but like he was just sitting there and people were like well, taking photos Howard, like he's a giraffe at, at yeah. the zoo he's like what am I I'm not going to sit but Howard is such a big deal to see to like all the SiriusXM employees and most of the people that subscribe to Sirius came over because of Howard. Yeah. So he's a god to them. No, it's I mean, it's understandable from both points of view, but like as like putting myself in Howard Stern's shoes, which oh, yeah, I probably sucks. can do. We probably have the same shoe size. <laughs> but yeah, same like I'm sure too. he was just like, oh, I, I need to get out of here. I can't handle like I don't <laughs> yeah, want to agree with that. It's like so it's rude. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's just rude. It's, it's like, like Metallica, it's Metallica show. Yeah, like yeah. it's not about him. He's just there yeah. as a fan. He just wants to watch the show. And watching Howard Stern watch the show was worth the price of admitting. Like, not nine? only him, but like watching like everyone from Opie and Anthony watching the show. Uh, just watching people from Sirius watch the show was phenomenal. He was like at an old Jew at a Barbara Streisand concert. Like, really? I have and, a question, Rob. Yeah. Because there's a little bit of like a competition between the ONA guys yeah. and Howard. Yeah. Um, were they sitting next to each other? No. The ONA guys were... Uh, like off to, like the left of center he was in the center but on the right side yeah. they probably so make they were, sure of that shit yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. what do you mean by competition like, they hate each that's, other but, but uh, that's like saying like there's a beef but the one it, it, there's a clear winner it's not a competition <laughs> when there's true. a clear winner well, it's just yeah. like Dave Mustaine and Metallica too yeah, yeah. Right. Well, yeah. there's a clear it's, winner yeah. it's a hatred one way street yeah. right and one one Part of it are really bitter. Well, what's it. interesting too is that like the O and A guys were on the floor the entire time I was there, uh-huh. and, and like maybe one or two people came up and took a yeah. photo with them, the and they were like, you? "Oh, great!" But then when Howard Stern came out, I was like, "Oh my god!" And they were just like looking like, "Oh, well, they know where their bread is buttered." <laughs> yeah, they've got, listen, company. they've got to yeah. be used to it by now. Jim Norton, by the way, uh, he was into it. 
the entire time back and forth swaying like he's praying at like a uh, uh, Yom Kippur. Yeah, he's <laughs> do- dominating, dominating the entire show. That's his only movement is just back and forth like this. And I kept like looking over and sometimes there'd be like somebody in front of him or like people walking by and I couldn't quite see him. But I would still see like out of the corner of my eye. Like, he, <laughs> he was just dead, like the entire time. But like Howard Stern, he mostly reacted unsurprisingly to like the the radio friendly stuff like like yeah like sad but true memory remains like he he didn't know what ride the lightning was memory remains is the second song you mentioned (laughs) radio hits though I'm saying I guess but still that was a huge hit though very unfaithful man come on all right (laughs) well like enter Sandman obviously a dozen songs you name first like what like anything off the black album that was a single well they they only played uh, one. What? No, he didn't really react. I that guess he did react. He could have gone with Hero of the Day. I but they didn't play Hero. King Nothing, maybe? Yeah, I was going to say King Nothing. Nice. But it was just funny to like... <laughs> did they wheel that bitch out to sing? <laughs> Is she still alive? <laughs> no, the audience, audience did it. Her part. <laughs> How did you isolate just that? I have that, that drop uh, as a drop isolated already. Oh, that's beautiful. Because it comes in handy fairly <laughs> yeah, frequently. <it> <laughs> Oh, but Metallica puts it out like they put in their demos. They put out like the uh, acapella versions of their like. W- there's like James Hetfield demos of him just yeah. like seriously. Like, but that's taken right from the track though. Oh, because yeah. that, that at the end there's a whole uh, yeah. noodling thing where she just stands there and goes. Ah, 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 ah. Do you remember that video too? She was yeah. just on the swing. I thought it was Tom Petty. <laughs> I was about to make the same <laughs> joke. I swear to God. Good job. <laughs> It Has they ever been seen like in, the, in the same place before? They've probably fucked. You think? I don't know. Why not? It's possible. Yeah. At an yeah. Eagles concert or something. <laughs> <laughs> everybody was fucking everybody. But yeah, it was really weird seeing like all of like the Howard Stern Rat Pack was was basically there. Uh-huh. Not like the the it, was Baba Bowie there. I was gonna yeah yeah he was wow. like right him Richard Christie Sal the stockbroker so, and like I don't know the guy's name but like the always the wasted guy with like the wavy burnt hair. Who's that? He, uh, I don't remember who Ralph? was on the stutterer. Ralph. Is it Ralph with Let the me. curly hair? Yeah yeah yeah. Ralph. Mm-hmm. He was hammered. He was like uh, like. Jokingly trying to start a mosh pit or whatever, oh, yeah. and I was like, "Relax, buddy." <laughs> and like Sal, the stockbroker, could not look more bored. It was just like, "Okay, this is just the work of it." Richard Christie, the only person genuinely into every of second course. of it, obviously, because <laughs> he's a, a huge Metallica fan. But that was part of the, the fun for me. But Metallica ripped it, I gotta say, yeah. and it was. I didn't realize how small the Apollo was until yeah. I was in there. It was it was it's like a fifteen hundred person venue or whatever, and it's wow. even it feels even smaller because it's three levels. So there's only like five hundred people. You know, I was worried if his voice cracked, that Sandman Sims would have come out and uh, and taken him off the stage <laughs> with a hook. I was thinking of a way to work the Sandman in. Good job, Darren. Thank you. Security were <laughs> relentless. They weren't letting anybody do anything. No stage diving. Oh, I mean, there were seats. That, right? that was, yeah, that wasn't even so, an option. That would be weird. Uh, did, people did, move out of the way. You just land on. The <laughs> yeah, you kill yourself. Yeah. So no, well, no, it wasn't a Lamb of God show. So that's oh, come don't on, worry about come it. on, go on. Uh, Metallica were, were super Sid you are so angry today uh, It's a, The Giants got anally raped So I'm bitter uh, Go on The the fact that it was like In such a small venue And Metallica didn't have Like their, their big show With like you know their, their TV screens and everything I feel like it really showed What a tight 
machine their live performances. Like they're so everything is so just there's no mistakes other than Lars. Well, <laughs> just but, but, but like his shitty drumming isn't a mistake. It's on the album yeah. too. <laughs> Production wise, though, like the show ran so smoothly. Like it was they're, they're such a well oiled machine. How long of a show was it? It was a two hour show that they played, and they were only scheduled to play uh, an hour and forty minutes. Was and there I, an intermission? No, no. <laughs> what were the? Well, they used to be an intermission when they did those three hour shows. When they did the uh, garden, mm-hmm. and when they did. Um, they like Nassau Coliseum and all that. They used to do uh, when it was just Metallica and no opening act. They used to yeah. take an intermission. Oh, okay. It, uh, was, it was just Metallica, but there was no intermission. It was just two hours straight because it was also uh, airing on Sirius XM. So, what were the uh, like uh, less uh, frequently played songs that they played? here? I'll, I'll read the I'll read the the set list. It's, they started with "Hit the Lights." Mm-hmm. Then Master of Puppets, which yeah. like everyone blew up for. That was such a great second song to play. And then Ride the Lightning. And then Harvester of Sorrow. And then this is when I went to get beer. The Day That Never Comes. <laughs> yeah. They played a new track. This was actually, this was the radio-friendly uh, wow, portion. Yeah, the Day That Never block. Comes. Then The Memory Remains. Then Broken, Beat, and Scarred. What is that? That's the one that goes, That's from, What uh, the yeah. kill ya? Make a more strong. <laughs> yeah. It's, ah. Uh, that's from the Death Magnetic, right? Yeah, or it might even be... Yeah, no, 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 it's from Death Magnetic. Uh, then uh, Sanitarium, Sad But True, which was like, I feel, since that was such a block of shittiness, when the, the opening riff to Sad But True hit, like, everyone <laughs> yeah. woke up again. Because it was like, <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank God. Uh, then what, did they play this? Oh, I wish. <laughs> Is, is, John, is he still in jail? He might have been in town if he's not in jail. No, no, no. He's coming by to Sirius, and I asked him to come on the show just so that I can send <gasps> you a picture. Uh, yeah, you have Metallica. to bring it up. You have to bring up him collaborating collaborate with Metallica. Metallica and get us the isolated. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's, need- he's in some like movie. It's you know like like one of those black romance films. Uh-huh. He is really. He's not that kind of actor. He's trying a different game. I One guess. of those black romance films. I don't know. Such <laughs> as, like what? Like a Medea yeah. film. <laughs> Medea goes to jail. <laughs> Medea gets a Match. dot com account. I guess. <laughs> Tyler Perry. So, yeah. It's yeah, one yeah, where like yeah. Queen Latifah stars <laughs> in it, you know, and she gets like a real hot uh, guy too. Yeah. <laughs> that Queen Latifah's not into that. Well, in the movie, I guess her <laughs> character. She's an actor. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. weird. Fair Boys enough. in the Hood is a romance film for Noah. <laughs> I, like oh. I said poetic justice. Oh, that movie's horrible. Speak for yourself, Darren. That Sorry, was Tupac Noah. and Janet Jackson. Yep. Yeah. I remember Tupac went on Arsenio to promote that. Really? And talked about how like Janet Jackson didn't want to do a sex scene with him until he got an HIV test. Really? What? And he was very offended. Wow. Well, He's I mean, dead now. So. Isn't that reasonable? <laughs> Not because of him, just yeah. anybody. Yeah. That's why they didn't cast Easy E in that movie. But also, I mean, they're not <laughs> gonna, they're not actually having sex. How yeah, really? That, well, what if you know? Sometimes take a set. they do. Sometimes they do in films. But yeah. now that they take a set, I mean, they were, she wasn't gonna have sex huh? with Tupac. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes really? to in specific movies. Two it's actors will but, but yeah But like yeah. Mo- 95% of if the it's time Tupac, Most though, of the time you know Yeah But I'm saying that yeah, It has yeah, happened Okay yeah, yeah. yeah What if his schwanz Just slipped And went in the yeah. She would be wearing She'd be wearing panties She would be <laughs> naked not, not, Come Tupac's, on it's realism Come on Tupac's dick can get through <laughs> Panties are not stopping well, Not anymore <laughs> In his prime In his prime <laughs> They're not stopping Tupac Shakur Is what you're saying No, no. <laughs> His Shakur is getting in there Yeah uh, 
All right. Yeah. Other side. So they let's. Where did I so let's go? Yeah. They also played uh, Orion. Then one for whom the bell tolls, blackened. Nothing else matters. Then Enter Sandman. And then uh, the encore was Creeping Death, Battery, mm. and Seek and Destroy. It's very it's boring. Solid. Man, it's a solid. It's all the songs they always play, though. Yeah. I really mix well, it but it's for the radio, though. Like, you got, like, that's I understand. What I, that's yeah. what I, I sort of realized. Like, oh, well, you know, this isn't just like a show that this is for. But it, it was cool. It was, I got to say, like, I. I, I was going into it thinking like okay I'm gonna get I'm gonna be so over it just because I also saw their movie a few days ago and I was like okay how yeah. much Metallica can I really take and they're obviously gonna be playing some of the same songs but it was good it was a good show they really put on a good live show if you lower your expectations to a reasonable level Rob <laughs> which one a- was better the movie or the live performance at the Apollo well here's the thing when I saw the movie uh, I was like this is probably the best experience you can get seeing Metallica live just because everything was so precise and perfect like all of Lars's terrible drumming was corrected <laughs> and like uh, James's voice sounded great like the sound mix was I feel it's honestly worth the price of going to see it in IMAX because it was uh-huh. so it gave Did me you chills yeah also worth seeing in 3D. Like the gimmick you works. You could see right into the crevices in James Hetfield's face. <laughs> you like really right could. There. You really it's could. Awesome. You could see those those face burns. Uh, it w- it was a really good uh, like live concert DVD experience. Whatever. Like I don't. It, it's worth going to see in the movie because when I watched, like they put out that music video. I feel like the experience is totally different seeing it like flat as opposed to 3D with the surround sound. That's what, like, they opened the movie with Creeping Death. I got chills. Like, I, it was just like, this is so crazy. I how, remember... How uh, much of it is uh, music and how much of it is uh, the story? I want to say it's like 85% music. Oh, really? What I think the good part of the about the narrative is it gives you, like, a breather from the music for a few minutes. And also, you know, like, how in the... Uh, like their outros sometimes are very long and repetitive so it serves to like cut those off a little bit because it's just you're watching them play the same riff over and over but the story was the dumbest fucking thing (laughs) is it worth seeing it because it's so bad or I mean is it it's it's just dumb it's it's dumb to the point of there's no point even like like thinking about like okay what could they have meant they obviously didn't mean shit with it. Like, There's it, no reason to have it in. They should just have Metallica playing. The function of it was was like to give you a break from Metallica because oh, okay. you would just it would just be also draining. branded as an actual movie. Yeah, so yeah, I got yeah. Why but, do I want a break if I'm going to see Metallica in 3D? I mean, don't I want to see all Metallica? Here's the thing. Like, okay, they start with Creeping Death, and it's so awesome. And I, I like they. I am engaged as a viewer. Like, yes, it's I want to watch it. Yeah, okay. it's all in one venue, and like that's kind of part of the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like during the part in Creeping Death when they do you know the die die right. die they like go to the crowd and it's like this long pen and then they eventually pan to the the actor the character and that's like the beginning of the narrative and the, the this other guy I was like alright you gotta go you gotta go you gotta go grab this bag for them and they cut away from the song like at the climax of it Ugh. to like have him run through a hallway and you're like get the fuck back to the concert I want to watch this concert what are you doing like and that's the wrong I feel like the wrong vibe you want to send to your viewer and most of the time that's how I felt like when they would intercut it in the middle of a song then why would they they did that a lot or is that uh yeah, like throughout every song, it I mean, fucking retarded. Uh, but then there would be long stretches when it was just the song, and then you'd kind of forget that there's narrative, and then at the end of it, it'd go back to the narrative. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but the music was always playing, though. There was not. There wasn't really any dialogue. There's maybe like one or two sentences. Of How many Oscars do you think it's going to get nominated for? It, you know, like sound editing. Or yeah, something, like right? like from a, a, a like Best aesthetic actor from too. an aesthetic. Bob <laughs> <laughs> Just for the heel. The heel. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Whatever. like a pollo theater. Well, like a matter. <laughs> Same thing. The Mexican in uh, Metallica. That's his yeah. legal name. He changed it. <laughs> He's also in Machete, right? Isn't, Isn't he, he that guy? Is he? No, no. He's, <laughs> he's that's his dad. No, that's that's Danny Trejo. Yeah, Danny, Danny Trujillo. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any like known actors in this movie, or is it just all like, that kid? Was that it, that, no, that I kid recognized who, the dude. Yeah, he was in that movie where the kids uh, have superpowers. From uh, oh, um, yeah, he's the villain one. Spy Kids. Can't think of the name. <laughs> of <it. laughs> well, they touch a meteor. Chronicle. And they, Chronicle. Yeah, yeah so he's that's in a good movie. That's not a bad movie. In Lincoln too. He's also in a movie coming up with. With, um, oh, what the oh he's in it? the next Spider-Man movie. He's in that that uh, movie about Alan Ginsberg that's coming up too. There's a movie about Alan Ginsberg. Yeah. Is it Life as, after as a child though? Life Ooh, after plays birth. Alan Ginsberg. After birth. Um, Harry Potter plays. Alan oh my Ginsberg. god. Yeah. What? That is. Yep. Daniel Radcliffe. I guess Alan Ginsberg would probably have been into that. <laughs> yeah. <probably. laughs> so, well, what's that do he's got going on there? Yeah, he looks very Danish. By the way, Campion95 asks Rob, uh, is there any Cliff Burton falling out of the bus in 3D? <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> no. It's like he's falling right on top of you. You think you can save him? Yeah, you can stop it. You can change history. <laughs> no, you can't. Just uh, Aesthetically, I do have to say, it looks beautiful. Like, if you're, like, a, a film nerd or, like, a production nerd, I would recommend going to see it just for, like, the beautiful cinematography. Like, even the opening shot, it's, like, a an over-the-head, like, shot of Montreal. And This it's, like, part of the review was written by Frank Godla, by the way. <laughs> Go on, continue. I'm, uh, this is all me. Like, I was, I was like, this is really pretty, the way they shot this. Mm. Pretty colors. That's well, didn't they spend, like, $300 million on no, it? No, no, like $30 million, But, yeah. Oh, they spent, better look good. They spent a lot of money That's on it. That's a lot of shows. Performance movie. Yeah. 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 I feel like I, I, I really am surprised by a review because I thought this was going to be... First of all, I thought it was going to be like a narrative like The Wall or whatever. Like no. Nice. It does not compare at all. Right. <laughs> I, just, I didn't expect that, but yeah. I thought it would be it the like same... That's their attempt. Yeah, that kind of structure yeah. to the movie. And I think it was more like the Led Zeppelin one. The the song yeah. remains the same or whatever. Okay, and I could see that. But I mean, the fact that it's 85% just playing, I'm yeah. kind of disappointed. Like, I thought it was going to be really easy to but shit on it. The narrative means... Nothing <laughs> like there's no subs. Like it's just he drives. Okay, this is gonna be a spoiler. He drives. He takes a hallucination. Big spoiler. Wait, hold here, on. Guys. Okay. Hold on. Stop the stream now if you don't want to. Yeah. Know that. My my memory's failing me. Who is this episode sponsored by? Metallica through the. All right, now go ahead and spoil the movie. Just <laughs> that's not really a. No, I'm. A, uh, the uh, like he he takes a pill before he gets in the van, so it's it's kind of it's supposed to explain like oh he's hallucinating here, right. but then stuff that happens in his hallucination hallucin- <laughs> hallucination, <laughs> woo, thank you, uh, starts affecting the venue, so it gets really trippy towards uh-huh. the end, uh, and everything is tied together like the the set list that they play kind of correlates to what's going on in the narrative. Like when what the second song that they play after uh, "Creeping Death" is "Fuel" mm-hmm. because that's when he's driving. Oh, I get it. Oh, Obviously, nice. we actually have a clip from the movie. Oh wow! <laughs> right before he takes the drugs, you want to hear it? Yeah. You want to eat yeah. some mushrooms and have some gay sex? <laughs> I thought I saw myself in the movie. I didn't remember going wow. up to Vancouver <laughs> to shoot it. <laughs> 
Did we ever find out the context of that clip? Like, I, I, I don't I remember. Can ask I, Spanky I don't, don't want to know it. Spanky. <laughs> it's better this way. Spanky, if you remember the context you pulled that clip from, please uh, offer that up in the chat. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so... But I think it's worth seeing, definitely. It's a, it's a good concert Honestly, film. Honestly, after your entire like breakdown of it, I want to see it. Yeah. And I did yeah. it before. It's yeah. worth I'm sick it, of like, seeing ads for it. Yeah. One. Well... Competing Bra- with brace yourself. Other. Yeah, you could have to sit through this one more. Uh, uh, this is one giant advertisement well, for it right now. Yeah, no, they 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 didn't pay you. for us to talk about. Yeah, it. they didn't pay for us yeah. to talk about it. Just to just do a live read, but uh, this this is all gratis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd, like I said, I'm actually disappointed. I was hoping that we would have comedy yeah. fodder. No, for, no, uh, I mean. I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. Like after they took away our cell phones because it was a screening, they didn't want us bootlegging the they movie. Took them away. Yeah. Wow. Really? Which also for like a 3D movie. Love, I don't yeah. Love that yeah. IMAX cell phone footage. I don't it's, understand. Yeah. I, the 3D. Really? Like, if you yeah. take your glasses off, it's just blurry. There's nothing there. Well, you put the camera behind, like between your eye and the glasses. Get it? It's fine. It doesn't make any sense. But I would like after after like 40 minutes, I was kind of like, okay, I get it. But I was picturing Rob with a giant 80s camcorder with, with the 3D glasses in front of it. But it'll make a fortune! And buy mushrooms. Were you allowed to leave or take bathroom breaks? Hey, you, were, you were allowed. Oh, the best part, too, was Eddie Trunk was there for oh. some reason. Why? And, like, would Why not would not there? shut up before the beginning of the movie. Like, no. I want to thank everybody for oh, coming oh. out to the screening. Oh, he hosted it Hey, quick reminder, every Friday night, oh, of course. Uh, you can catch <laughs> the only metal show in New York. And then, like... 15 minutes of him promoting himself of like <laughs> and also I have a show what's here and also I have this book and also I'm doing this signing and it's like get the, this isn't yeah. an Eddie Trunk thing this is a fucking Metallica movie do you think he just like stood up and took the opportunity to promote himself <laughs> like nobody I, asked him I, he wasn't hired to do it <laughs> <laughs> jumped out of the audience I, I thought like, that I thought that silence here let me yeah I totally thought that but uh, his radio station sponsored the screening I guess and that's how he oh. did they also had shirts to give away right yeah. and they they were like throwing them into the audience and then uh, Eddie Trunk was like oh well give it to these people up front they have to sit all the way up here and like uh-huh. their their view is going to be obstructed because they have you know shitty seats or whatever and then like they just throw it all to the people in the front and then we were closer to the back and people in the back were like oh what the fuck we didn't get any shirts oh this is bullshit and then somebody's like you got a free movie jackass <laughs> And it's like, yeah, how quickly we forget that, yeah. like, like we're owed this free yeah. shirt. And oh, we'll never wear. People went nuts. I'm like, it's and just a fucking... It even yeah, it's, it's they're all like probably an XL, XL shirts. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, it's just a fucking shirt. Yeah. It doesn't even say Metallica it on it. It says Trunk Nation it on says, it. <laughs> it says, no, it just says Never on it. Like, it's the fucking Through the Never logo. Like, I bro, sat here and listened to Eddie Trunk for 15 minutes, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. <laughs> it was ridiculous. No, but it was cool. It was good. It's definitely worth seeing. It's, uh, and like, I was sitting next to people that won, you know, ticket giveaways that were like legitimate Metallica fans. And I was really curious what their reaction would be the moment the lights went up. The guy next to me, this was his exact reaction. Ready? That was awesome. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I can't wait to see that again. <laughs> like, wow. What? 
Jeez. He wants to well, pay. They know for how to it. cater to their audience, you yeah. know. I mean, Metallica fans are going to be stoked. Oh, on this. and stuff. it's like They're what other Monster Energies, and then go see uh, <laughs> the Never. What uh, other metal band could get away with this? No other metal Maiden band. Maiden could. I mean, they're mm. like Rock and Rio was amazing. I, they did a movie. It, it wasn't in theater. Around this, it would it would not get like yeah like a wide release. Right. This Dream Theater has a movie out. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> no, they have a, no. It's a live DVD that they're going to be screening at theaters. But this is a wide release. Actually, if Man of War did like an animated <laughs> film, that would be that's pretty true. awesome. I heard Dream Theater's movie is a Cracker Jack flip book. I don't know if that's true though. But, uh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would you say that? Come on, Darren. There are any fans? It's a it's a DVD with a bunch of like extra features. Mm-hmm. Like what? Like you could watch it without hearing the sound. <laughs> no, like I like that feature. They like, come to your house and watch it with you. I wish you can um, set a camera onto each individual player and then uh-huh. there's like a 3D cam. Okay. No. <laughs> That's actually really cool. I thought there's, there was more. I was there's waiting. A bunch, you could see there's, right there's, after yeah, really tall. It was a different band. There's hours of extra features uh-huh. and there's a much better storyline. Is this a library that I don't know about? <laughs> the, da- the downside is you have to watch Dream Theater yeah. though. Yeah. That's not a downside for me. Oh, okay. My dream is to not be in the theater screen. <laughs> Succulent Chinese meal in the chat writes, uh, Eddie Trunk is the new Vinnie Paul. I don't understand what that means. I like it, though. Yeah. He's into self-promotion. Like, he assumed oh. you wanted to hear from him. Like, Vinnie Paul assumed Dave Hill wanted the autograph. Oh, okay. I, I gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, is this true? Jake was Dream Theater keyboard tech in 2005. Yeah, that's true. Wow, they know everything about you. Gee, that's a little scary. <laughs> Wow, that's that was my first experience touring. Oh, cool! And they're great guys, and they're a really good band. So, take that, Sid and Darren. <laughs> okay, I'm not nothing that's against, two uh, against two. I have nothing against them personally. <laughs> Jeez, there's just a lot of Dream Theater hate going on, and I I love them. Sorry, oh, great. Me too. No, that's cool. I just I'm defending them now. <laughs> have you seen the DVD too? No, I haven't seen it yet. Are, are you excited for the multicams? Which cam would you pick? <laughs> um, are you I'm a Rudis guy? No, no, no. I, I mean, I probably won't even use that feature. I just want to watch You don't want to see Mangini shred on those drums. <laughs> those crazy fills. <laughs> Phil is there? No. What? Bad joke. Okay. Uh, moving on. Bob, so let's talk about you. Like, uh, here I am talking about myself, and we have a special guest. You weren't talking about yourself. You were talking about... You're right. Metallica. Oh, that's true. Well, <laughs> Rob usually talks about himself. Yeah. So... Uh, Bob and I have had a bunch of fun adventures. We've eaten mushrooms and had gay sex together. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's what. Oh, that's where the drop to. comes from. No, that's actually a, a different, different time. Related, yeah. Uh, yeah. We've gotten wasted many times. Usually it's South by Southwest. I feel like that's when we get our, our serious. Yeah, this hang is the most sober in. I've ever been. Yeah. Yeah, usually it's either that or we cut, or me and Vince Neil Steen from uh, Metal Sucks go down to visit you in Philly and then you can't find your way back home. That happened once. Because we're crashing at your place. So that was exciting. But you have a you have a love for Prince and can we talk about uh, uh the insane clown posse a little bit? Uh, is that something that you want to uh, publicly acknowledge? I mean, well, you just did for him. So there you go. <laughs> well, I didn't acknowledge what about it. Oh. What but, about them? But You're shaggy you, too dope, right? <laughs> I, I am wearing a shaggy too dope shirt. Right now. <laughs> you are you are a diehard juggalo, like sincere. You have a sincere love for insane clown posse. Yeah, down with the clown, so I'm dead in the ground. Um, <laughs> that's just the thing we say. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I don't know. I have like really good taste in music, 
but I also have terrible taste in music. So I will. I, I will balance. Have you ever gone to a Juggalo Fest? The first six, yeah. Oh my god! Whoa. And you're still alive? From when I was 14 till I was 20. Wow. To the first six. Now, now, now they're too mainstream, right? The guy. Yeah, I've gotten a bit out of control. You know, yeah. Drug Bridge just had a couple casualties this mm-hmm. year, or people. Just I'm like, I'm surprised that it, this is the first. This can't be the first year that I, maybe it's just documented. Yeah. <laughs> like people just, just get buried. Yeah. They would be like, oh, like, lose the body. Throw them on the grill. <laughs> no, I think that people. Have, I mean, the first three years were in convention centers. Now they're oh. like out in the woods and you know, yeah. like where no cops are allowed. Like I remember the first year they did it there. These cops were trying to sneak in like undercover, but they were so obvious about it. I think they had like a case like smearing off ice or something. They're like, we're just here for like the the juggler fest right now. Like, Yo, get the fuck out of here. But uh, year three, I believe it was in Peoria, Illinois, great town. Um, it was at some weird convention center and uh, the the cops were just hating all of us obviously and they were really pissed off because all these girls were showing their tits the whole time because that's what you do at a gathering like you show tits and uh, they were like if one more person shows their tits we're gonna have some problems so this girl just immediately takes her top off and the cops grab her throw her to the ground her boyfriend punches this cop right in the face oh my god and they immediately they have their riot gear just ready to go and they just start unloading rubber bullets and paintballs on us and I was like 15 I remember I was just hiding underneath the table like getting shot up by the police just cause titties were getting exposed weird and then like uh, they had horse cops out like you know riot control and everything and this one kid was like stepping in all this horse shit outside and, (laughs) and like Smearing it all over the horse, uh, <laughs> punched the horse in the face. Oh, come on, that kind of sucked. But then I saw this pissed me off because the media always likes to paint juggalos like we're insane. Well, juggalos are already painted. I thought that's very true. No. Well, joke most, completely fell flat. Was that was good, Sid. It was very cerebral. There was like a local news station, <laughs> and they set up a camera, and they were throwing Fago bottles in front of it, making it look like they were under assault. By oh, oh wow! Like, I saw them doing it. Like wow, it was that's fucked up. Staged. Yeah, and I remember when I was like 14, we were staying at a hotel, and there were these couple airline pilots there uh, traveling, and you know we're all in our gear and shit, getting ready to go down to the fest. And uh, do you paint yourself? I, not anymore, no. But you did. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, you know, when would, you're Don Mega of Juggalos, you're going to paint your fucking face. <laughs> you know? Come on. Now, would you do your own original facial artwork, or would you... I'd do Shaggy or, like, Twisted. Okay. Um, Twisted's easy. It's just white with, you know, black around the eyes. Mm. Kind of like a raccoon style. Yeah. Sort of how Rob already looks. <laughs> Fair point. But these airline pilots came up to us, like a bunch of like 13, 14 year old kids. They're like, hey, you know, you guys are the reason Columbine happened. Whoa. No. <laughs> what? Really, dude? Like, what? Just trying to go have some fun right now. You know, yeah. like how did, I'm trying to understand how, like, that you were the shooters or you're the reason the shooters want you're the we're people the they want to shoot no by bad. listening to ICP you want to shoot people but I thought they listened they to Rammstein they listened to both oh okay and oh well okay, they're all responsible right. blood is on all of their hands fair enough trust me then you should have blamed 9-11 on them or was this before 9-11 this was pre-9-11 oh, so yeah. then that would have been this was in when Columbine was like the biggest okay. like domestic terrorist yeah. act I guess you could say <laughs> alright <laughs> Um, one other good story. I mean, I have a lot of stories from the gathering, but Please. I don't want to talk about it all day. Okay. Um, we'll have you back on to talk. Yeah, further. we'll do a special episode. <laughs> a series. Yeah. 
um, but fucking so I was it, when they were in the uh, the huge park that they have Caven Rock Illinois uh, Tech 9 was playing one year if you guys know him he's a pretty popular rapper he's the man so he was rolling on ecstasy hanging out with a bunch like all the artists go and hang out with Juggalos like I smoked a blunt with Violent J before so hanging out with Tech 9 he's rolling on E and uh, like I said girls like to show their tits but he decided to switch it up so we made a sign that said like juggalettes show your buttholes and Tech 9 was just asking girls to show their buttholes when they'd walk by <laughs> I saw like 12 buttholes nice. in like a 20 minute time span. Now this, is, now this isn't just like they drop their pants they <laughs> spread drop spread, out, spread. Yeah. Yeah, you like show show the bu- you gotta show the yeah. okay were were any, any dingleberries yeah I was about to say were any, <laughs> like, very dark. now you saw 12 buttholes <laughs> were all 12 worth it or were like Four or five of them, like no, you. Can't I'd say all twelve weren't worth it. Weren't. <laughs> How many of the twelve were twelve years old? Also, <laughs> I mean, they're all like you know the fans there. It's, it's not pretty. Yeah. Like, oh, your, I've seen your average pictures. weight is like two sixty. Yeah. That's male and female too. Uh, <laughs> you might be undershooting the male. I feel, weight, like, I feel no. I feel if you take the weight combined weight of all the males and the combined weight of the females I feel like the females will outweigh the males <laughs> it's like, it's like, a, like way know, more fat chicks at that it's like really fat women with very skinny short white yeah, guys I was just saying now that I think it over there's a lot of very emaciated men that yeah. go to those yeah. oh yeah definitely <laughs> like the Matthews is just yeah. you know torn them apart. <laughs> But there, are, I mean, there's a lot of bands. Like I actually had like Municipal Waste uh, wanted to play a few years ago, and I actually got them on because I like found a contact there. But then they had like a conflict of interest, and they wanted to uh, wear clown makeup and throw uh, Fago out on everybody, which would have been pretty awesome. They wanted to be down with the clown. Oh, absolutely! I think like Soulfly played this year. Soulfly, they like, played two years in a row, and he's oh like, "Oh, God. I had a great time." <laughs> I'll go back anytime. Jugglers love shitty metal too. That's another. Yeah, thing. well, they like love Static shitty. X played. Oh, like yeah, Fear that shit goes up. That, so there was well. a photo of Fear Factory playing, and like the crowd were just all overweight women with In space pants too. But just like this tightest just women that look like Fear Factory. <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> female Dinos yeah. in the crowd wearing extra small skimpy outfit that like tube tops didn't fit them when they were like 12 and they're still wearing the same tube top it's like come on yeah the fashion statements oh my god people are like lost in 1998 or something you know in the midwest in 1998 too it's interesting rough but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good experience. I highly recommend. You'd that. recommend doing it yeah. once every year. Bob uh, sends an email to me and a few other people, like, "Hey guys, are we going to the <laughs> gathering this <laughs> year?" Use your press pass. <laughs> Get some free shit, you know. I I, I don't Come know. On. Like we should. I've dude. thought about it. Like I can't. I don't think, ironically, even I could handle this. Like it would just be like after two hours, I'd be like, I need to get out of here. I well, can't it's be like around five these days. Yeah, so I can't be around these up, people. Man. And you can't go anywhere. Like you. Have to Although camp. they probably have good drugs. Yeah, uh, well, actually, oh, I don't know good. if I even trust them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there was real bad acid going around this year, like 40 yeah, overdoses. Or something. I, I could never understand going to like a, a concert or something and just randomly taking acid off of a stranger. Yes, yeah, especially, especially like, a juggalo. Yeah, or Come like, on. no, but like How that. Mushrooms. The mushrooms, it's okay because you, you see them. The <laughs> mushrooms, they're, 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 they grow from the earth. <laughs> uh, no, like, or like Molly or ecstasy or whatever, like that whole thing. Yeah, they're the probably two just people selling, like, fertilizer yeah. or something, mm-hmm. you know? You don't know who this person is? No, definitely not. So that's that. And uh, Bob, you also have quite a way with the ladies, I have to say. 
Especially when you're, you're when Bob is hammered, I feel like you don't even have to do any work. The ladies just flock to you, like at uh, at South by. You had some good stories. That's purely. I can't get into that. You can't get into that. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Bob makes out with a lot of ladies, but that's purely speculation. Sometimes twice, at, twice, two at once. Are you jealous, Rob? What are you? Uh, I'm not. I'm gonna not, get it. I'm not jealous. I want. Wait, I want, you want to make out with him? <laughs> no, 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 that's not. I just know I was just maybe Bob you have some tips for the metal injection live cast Bob. <laughs> maybe Bob but let's paint a picture Bob. for the listeners of what Bob looks like <laughs> I would say it's a non-ginger older Pete from Pete and Pete from the adventures of Pete and Pete if he was not ginger that's what you look like I don't have freckles though that's a non-ginger okay. you're like a normal human being version <laughs> of Michael Morona, I believe his name was. Why do I know that? He's actually know. also uh, one of Kevin McAllister's brothers in Home Alone. That's right, yes. Oh, yes. Perhaps yeah. his other defining yes. role. Besides. And I think him and Little Pete have a podcast now. Are you serious? Yes. That's it. Every, everybody has a. I, mean, I would tune into that. We're talking about this on a podcast, so. Very, very meta. Everybody has a podcast. Very meta. Uh, but but yeah, yeah, the ladies love you. I would just what? say, listen to Prince, man. That's the best advice. <laughs> I'm serious. I believe you. Yeah. Any any, any starting point if, if someone has not gotten into Prince yet? Uh, the song Head off of Dirty Mind, which is just about getting dome from a woman who's on her way to get married, and then she decides <laughs> to suck Prince's dick instead. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's would, unreal, man. Who it's would say unreal. no to that? Yeah, exactly. Come on. But he refuses to play his, uh, you know, real raunchy, sexy songs anymore. He'll only do oh, like he's sm- like a Jehovah's versions. Witness, right? Yeah, he's a Jehovah. Mm-hmm. Is this new? Did, did he just recently become yeah, like been religious? About, what, eight years or something? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. What? So he'll like flirt with like you know a real sexy song and just play like an instrumental intro to it when he plays live, and then the crowd goes nuts, and then he won't fuck with it. It's terrible. Oh, it's it's like you just geez. get blue balls, you know. Uh, You'll pay any dollar amount to go see Prince. You were telling me you paid like two hundred fifty bucks to see him. Two twenty five. Like two weeks ago, he played City Winery. He did two oh, that's special right. shows, and actually we had Red Fang in town playing with Doom Riders and uh, some other band. And I forget Converse like flew them out for a special show and uh, New Power Generation was doing like a five day residency at City Winery they kicked off the week by showing Purple Rain on a big screen which I went to it was awesome seeing that in a uh, crowd environment too. also 3D it was not 3D, although Apollonia's breasts were oh, 3D oh god bless it <laughs> fantastic but uh, when Red Fang kicked the stage like two songs in I get a text that Prince had just tweeted he's like City Winery 30 minutes be there so I was like fuck this I'm getting out of here you know (laughs) and I just hopped into a cab dropped 80 bucks saw one of the best shows of my life until Sunday when I saw the best show of my life which was Prince playing until 6am he went on stage at 3.14 in the morning where? at City Winery again how did you how did you keep like stay awake from what's his favorite Band. I guess it's not Prince, hard. Prince was getting the uh, adrenaline running. But yeah, wait, was he supposed to go on at three in the morning, or what was the? He does whatever he wants, yeah. dude. Seriously. But like, all right, so you get the ticket, you show up. When are you supposed to show up? Uh, we were there by like midnight, I think, and then his band, New Power Generation, went on at like one, uh-huh. and they played till three. So that's the best part about these shows. It's it's not like a legit Prince show where you know you buy a ticket, you see Prince, he's on at a certain time. It's like. Just knowing he's going to be there, but not knowing when yeah. is so amazing. So it's like in between every, you never know when it's he's going to show suspenseful. up. Is and Prince going to come? Is he, is he next? Is yeah, he like, next? well, he just shows up while the band's playing. Oh, it's his okay. band. And he came oh. out, like, he, first you could smell him before you see him. You know? <laughs> what, what, is, what does Prince smell like? What's the smell? Uh, it's like, I was a witness. I don't know. I would, I would say it's like, uh, 
Like Lavender. The, the tears of virgins and like, you know, <laughs> unicorn dust. And, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you smell. And lots of lavender. Absolutely. Right. So you smell, you just smell this scent and like this purple mist just like, you know, takes over the entire room. And it's this is in front of 400 people too. So it's mind blowing. He comes out wearing this ridiculous floppy hat that like uh, a woman would wear from like a uh, Esquire or what was those old women's magazines? Not for old women. Like, Woman's Day? Something like, like that. Or like the 1920s. He's just wearing this huge floppy hat. And he's got these huge gold chains on and like a jacket. Takes off his jacket, just reveals his muscles. It was unbelievable. Like I kind of fell so back. Is he, a is he bit. shirtless or is he no, wearing, wearing like a sleeveless like, shirt? Okay, sleeveless. And just, he's jacked too. You know? Yeah. How he's old is he now? 52. Okay. And five foot too. Yeah. So it's an interesting <laughs> little combo there. So and, and he's got a cane and he's just like, you know, just killing it, just like grooving on stage. Not doing anything, and I was like, I, I, "That was worth two twenty-five. I could legit go home right now and be satisfied." And then, like, he picks up the guitar, or no, I think he just did the mic for a bit. And CeeLo came out, did a song with him. Larry Graham from uh, Sly and the Family Stone. Kicked it on bass for a bit. Dougie Fresh was there. Oh, my God. Uh, so he's just, like, bringing out special guests and shit, jamming on the bass, keyboards, like, guitar, like, and then they played a song that you're going to hear. Like, when when do you play music on this fucking show anyway, by the way? Oh, uh, we have to uh, take shortly. a piss. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. In a few minutes. So you're going to hear a newer rendition of Let's Go Crazy that he did, which is, like, oh. a stoner sludge version. Wow. It's so heavy, and, like, all my metal friends I played it for were like, holy fuck, man. Like nice. this, And so he closed with, like, this super heavy jam. And it was just models everywhere. Like Beyonce went uh, the Friday night with Quest Love too. Yet Prince didn't show up, and I was like, oh, "My people know when Prince is going to be there." But apparently Beyonce wow. shows up on the wrong night. Stupid idiot. Have you ever met Prince? <laughs> no, I've been backstage at his shows before because I know one of his backup singers. Um, so she like hooked it up. How did you meet one of his backup singers? How did that happen? My buddy works for Universal, and oh, okay. he used to work with her. And then she got us like a private table in Montreal. We went out to see him and like right in front of the stage this was an arena show we had our own private table wow. we had one extra ticket so we met this like 65 year old woman outside and we're like yo do you want to have the time of your life tonight like, <laughs> and then after you fuck her you're like oh and do you want to see actually Prince? we got real she didn't even buy us drinks or anything and we took her to the after show and she was like not grateful at all for oh, oh really the time of her life should yes. have made her show you're a butthole like the jump <laughs> All I wanted. <laughs> I just want to know what sixty-five-year-old butthole looks like, lady. A lot of dingleberries. Google it, Rob. Uh, no, it's not that difficult to find. Now, I don't know if this is true. I heard uh, Eddie Trunk jump on the stage and uh, introduced Prince. Is that true? He had to, he had to promote his Q104. He was actually at the Morris Day show. He introduced Morris Day. I've seen him a few times. It's probably good too. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah. But actually, one of the times I saw Prince, he brought Kim Kardashian on stage and was like, because there's, you know, celebrities go to these things. That's usually what I do when I'm not at, like, grimy metal shows. I hang out with celebrities and see Prince live, (laughs) you know? And uh, he brought Kim on, and she's not dancing at all. So he's just like, all right, Kim, why don't you get the fuck off the stage? (laughs) Win eight shit. And she was, like, so embarrassed. It was on TMZ, but, like, didn't take it down. It was unbelievable to see that. And then the Montreal show, there was this psychopath that was sitting near us named Bulos, and this guy was wearing, like, this crazy fur... Uh, Are you sure this isn't like a GTA 4 character, though? (laughs) He could have been a mirage, to be honest. Like, that's how ridiculous (laughs) this guy was. And uh, Prince brought him on stage because they'll occasionally bring fans on. 
And he's like, oh my God, he's like, you're wearing fur? He's like, somebody call PETA. And he's like, now get off my stage. (laughs) He loves kicking people off his stage. That's awesome. It's so sweet. And Bulos just shows up to, like, he follows Prince all over the world and buys, like, extra tickets. And then he found, like, these two young girls in the crowd and brought them down to, like, his VIP table to, like, probably, you know, date rape them and all sorts of stuff. But that's not a bad gig, you know? Follow Prince around. That's not a fur coat. That's a coat made of the hair of 14-year-old girls. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little pube breach conquest in this coat. Did they follow him around when he knocks on people's doors to uh, convert them to being a Jehovah's Witness? <laughs> Is that a requirement? Of he actually religion? does that. I looked it really? up oh since you God. mentioned that. Yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> imagine Prince open, knocks on your I'd door. I'd let him in and talk to, to talk to me. Sure. <laughs> sure if it's been, he's yeah. he's the best uh, spokesperson yeah. for that because, you know, anyone yeah, else, you slam the fucking the door in there. I wonder if he's ever had a situation where like the people have no idea who he is. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, nah, like, I'm joke? Prince. <laughs> That's probably great for him. How, how, where can he go that he, people don't know who he is? Hardly anywhere. I can't think of anywhere. And, you know, that town should be burnt to the ground. (laughs) The bad thing, though, is, like, if he gets a cold or something, like, we could lose prints because they don't go to doctors and stuff, right? Like Scientologists? Yeah, I I don't even know if... uh, I don't know if Scientologists... Christian Science. No, Scientologists just don't believe in uh, that one disease. What what? was it? Uh, AIDS. AIDS. Ah. (laughs) It starts with an A. (laughs) Uh, Alzheimer's. <laughs> no, no, no. They don't believe it. Look, they think that's bullshit. They don't believe in it, and they don't believe in what letter it starts. Uh, it's like the kids at St. Jude's. They just they want toys. Yeah, they're really sick. <laughs> no, but Jehovah's Witnesses don't get blood transfusions and stuff. Yeah, like it's supposed to be what God says is going to happen to your body, and that's it. If you uh. heal, you heal, whatever. Boo. So. I mean, Prince never been sick a day. I feel, life, so. but also, yeah, I can see why he converted. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like if he does get sick, he'd be like, "Ah, oh, fuck this Jehovah's Witness." Yeah. Prince yeah. needs needs to be well. Yeah, do you or think he, he refers to himself in the third person? I'm sure he has. We yeah. could just go to a wedding and have the woman suck his dick, and then he'll. It's like <laughs> a, it's like a transfusion. You may now kiss the bride. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Tastes like Prince cum. <laughs> <laughs> Why do your lips taste so amazing today, honey? <laughs> it's my favorite cologne, Prince Cum. It's great. She's just got purple jizz all over her lips. Uh, succulent Chinese Meal says, uh, I'd only let him in if he would sing me a song about why I should convert. Mm, he sure. probably has a song. I bet he does. <laughs> he has a song that we're going to be playing momentarily. And also, that's a fucking lie of course you'd let prince in he doesn't need to serenade you exactly. <laughs> come on Bro. it wouldn't hurt though <laughs> yeah that's true all right let's take a music break right now all well, of these songs if it was janet jackson she'd make him take an aids test before <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't enter <laughs> janet jackson's house yeah. until you've taken an aids test. <laughs> you gotta, gotta be safe right? <laughs> She's a very important woman sorry magic johnson <laughs> you out of the gazebo. You ain't coming well, she, in. She's not saying you can't come in. She just wants to know your status. Oh, okay, like he's allowed enough. in. You know, she, at least she knows. He can, you know, has to put on like a. She just keeps her distance. Yeah, yeah. like a chem suit or something. <laughs> you know? Separate silverware. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go to a music break. All these tracks were picked by Bob, and yes, there is a Prince track. And as Bob revealed earlier, we're going to kick it off with Windhand. Anything you want to say about Windhand? Uh, if you haven't seen this band, they're on tour right now. They're absolutely fantastic. Um, we just put out new record September 17th. So that was last week, actually. It's awesome stoner doom. Super heavy. Like, 
band we're extremely excited about. They'll also be on tour with Cavell Attack and High on Fire. Oh, cool. What's year. the name of the album? It's called Soma, and this song is called Orchard. It's the shortest song on the record. I decided not to play the 30-minute song. Oh, cool. Yeah, great. Here it is.
You're listening to the Metal Injection Livecast. Did that that song sound great? Oh, I'm sorry. I had my script wrong. I meant to say that song didn't sound great. Here's another. Welcome back to the Metal Injection Livecast. Nope. Just kidding. Bet you got excited, though. Sucker. Here's another lame song.
is slow-mo and you are listening to the Metal Injection Livecast.
This is Chuck Blandington. Reminding you. You can't spell AIDS without SID. And if you knew him like I do, you'd understand. You're listening to the Metal Injection Livecast at MetalInjection.net.
Now that the music break is over, the live cast demands your full attention. So please, put down the pot brownies and video game controllers. Also put down the Vaseline and broomsticks. Here's the show. Rob, put down the Vaseline and broomsticks. <laughs> Ew. It's my favorite Angel Lansbury movie. Vaseline and broomsticks? <laughs> you just go straight broomstick. <laughs> That's right. No Vaseline. <laughs> Quick reminder, the Metal Injection livecast is brought to you by Metallica through the never. If you live for Metallica, then don't die before September 27th. See the 3D movie that Rolling Stone calls a full throttle expression of rock and roll anarchy. Metallica through the never, only in IMAX 3D, September 27th. I saw it. It gets the Rob two thumbs of approval. And sadly, uh, if you see it, Eddie, Eddie Trunk probably won't be jumping up out of his seat to introduce <laughs> He won't it. be introducing the movie. Or maybe he will. Maybe I he wonder just what goes around to different theaters on. and just jumps up on the <laughs> for stage. Through the never. Gets like a hot meal for doing it. <laughs> well, yeah, he's got the punch card, so if he sees it ten times, it's a free sub. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about the music break. Uh, here are the songs you just heard. Bob, do you want to go through it? Here, I'll introduce the song. You, t- you talk a little bit about it. Plague Dogs with Bastard Land after Windhand. That is a awesome uh, DB, like, crust band um, with some awesome melodies from Philadelphia. Um, they've been dominating the basement scene in West Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's actually very vibrant. They're, they're huge in, in Philadelphia basements, you guys. <laughs> no, they just played friends. a, uh, a <laughs> that New York, too. <laughs> that's that's how shows are in Philly, man. You go to base like Windhand play. What about the church? People's kitchen. Still do shows at the Unitarian Church. Yeah, actually, Plague Dogs play uh, open for uh, Rain Supreme and John Baisley for Love one of his place. comeback shows. I actually saw. Yeah, the church is awesome, man. You can like BYO forty in that in that place. Um, but yeah, Plague Dogs are awesome. They just have an EP out, and uh, they'll be doing a new record. Later this year, I believe. Oh, so, nice. yeah. And then band. there was Hooas. Hooas with Baby Bird. That's a band on my own label, Brutal Panda Records. And their record's coming out October 29th. Uh, band is fucking awesome. If you haven't seen them live, they are very entertaining to watch. Super heavy. Kind of a throwback to, like, 90s noise rock, the whole AMREP days, you know? Um, so, Yeah. And then Obliteration. Obliteration are a Norwegian death metal band. Fenris approved. As mm. what did you think I said earlier? Feminist approved. A feminist approved. <laughs> I thought you said. Feminists might be into them. I'm not yeah. sure. That's big called. in the feminist basement scene. Yeah. <laughs> the Norwegian, <laughs> the feminist, Norwegian basement feminist basement scene. It's a big scene. <laughs> well, no, they just they keep the feminists in the basement. Yeah. Right? <laughs> exactly. They don't have a choice. <laughs> That's where One you woman is just forced to listen to death metal <laughs> in the face. And make sandwiches in yeah. vacuum. Yeah. That's how they could afford to pay, to pay Eddie Trunk and all those sandwiches the <laughs> Norwegian feminist paper make them. Yeah, so Obliteration uh, have its members of Necromantheon, too, which is another very sweet Norwegian thrash band. Um, and we're, Relapse is putting out their record November 11th. It was supposed to be November 12th, 
fucking Lady Gaga is putting out an album. She did this with her last record. She's like, oh, I want to put out an album on a Monday. So how about the entire record industry changes their release date? And we've, we had to do this just now. So like yeah. after we submit our one sheets and you know have digital but release why, dates. Why is that important? Like A metal fan probably wouldn't want to buy her album. Well, because if her album is get going out on Monday and when all the stores are doing the buys and the promotions and everything, they want to switch it so everything happens. I mean, Tuesday yeah. is always the release day. They want to coordinate new records. But yeah, uh-huh. so... Then when a huge album comes out, it happens every once in a while. Yeah. Um, they change the release date to a Monday, and then everybody has to do it. And like you know, we get last notice. So sorry, obliteration. Your album's coming out a day earlier. And also, that usually uh, metal labels in the past, I feel like they didn't put anything out in November just because of the uh, end caps were so expensive or whatever. Yeah, because of the Christmas care? season. Um, do you not even care about? Does that not like real, like oh, relapse isn't gonna get any end caps? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have a weekend Nachos album coming out that day too. So what's uh, an end cap? It's just like placement and you and go to like an stuff. FYE and like you know it's more visible okay. pretty much uh, to see which records well, who are needs on display. Now? Those record stores don't exist. There, there are like yeah. ten FYEs in the country now. Yeah, so it's just that's like, the thing. If you're a weekend nachos fan, you're probably not going to your local mall. To yeah, the <laughs> right. do, are most of relapse sales digital? Like, do, or, or no? We it, uh, I mean, oh, we're all over the place. Vinyl is a large yeah. percentage. Yeah. Um, yeah. Basements. <laughs> We sell basements. We refurbish. Feminists included. But CDs are still... CDs are still... depends on the genre. Like, a band like Red Fang or Baroness, uh, more of, like, the rock-oriented stuff is going to sell a lot more digitally. Um, Like, maybe, like, 30 40%. But then, like, death metal sells CDs mostly. Right. Um, And then, you know, the the hipper bands sell vinyl more as well, too. But we still sell, like... We put everything out on vinyl and CD, and we've even done some cassettes, like... Pig Destroyer and the new Coffins records we put out cassettes, cassettes. yeah, uh, yeah. It, like how, how many do you print like if you make like a hundred okay yeah, yeah. we're not doing gonna, like a ten thousand I was gonna run. say like really like cassettes. who is buying end caps I feel like people buy the cassettes ironically like they don't even have really? a cassette player I feel like, like you could probably sell Frank Sinatra cassettes still but not <laughs> you know something young people yeah. you know like punk and like death metal really? and like certain genres Carcass's new records out on cassette too um Prosthetics did Ramming Speed's record on cassette, Skeleton Witches. Yeah, uh, the Lamb of God, the first Lamb of God record, I think, is on cassette. Really? Yeah. Like a reissue? Yeah. So, yeah, because like, they did like that whole do it batch. Yeah, There's ridiculous. cassette only labels now, too. Like when I started Brutal Panda, <laughs> like so vinyl only, I was like, vinyl right, only, I cool. understand, but, uh, but now cassette, like, only. cassette only. Come on. Is there going to be like a wave but, of cassette nostalgia like there was with there vinyl? Is. There is. That's that's I didn't even know that. Witnessing it right now. I wasn't aware of that. It's very underground, but like some bands only. <laughs> well, like yeah. they have record store days. Isn't there a cassette? There is a cassette store day, store day yeah. happening, just like record store day. Yeah, it's is, is like periphery material available on cassette yet, Jake? That will never fucking happen. <laughs> <laughs> that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Well, you don't want to hear Stop. your music with a. Yeah. I, I, I think I want to rewind. I want to rewind my my album for two minutes so I can listen to it again. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Here's well, the that's thing. the best part. You can't skip tracks. So yeah, like building the anticipation. Yeah. Well, I guess it's it's just like like for a band like Periphery, like the the sonic quality is very important to the sound of it. Whereas like like this yeah. is more crust punks, where like they want it to sound shitty. Did you like, say the sonic the sonic quality. The sonic quality is important to the sound. So you're saying basically the sound is important to the sound. Good job. Yeah, <laughs> that should be like the sticker on the cassette. The quality of the sound. If the is sound important. is important to the sound, you, you know what, Sid. <laughs> I'm a little sad. But the other advantage about cassettes, and let's let's not forget this. This is probably the, the best thing about them. the other. Think, ad- wait, there's four. Well, I don't think we <laughs> named one yet. Yeah. Besides, yeah. besides the sonic <laughs> quality. 
The sonic quality is important the sonic to the sound. quality is the most important. It's the least important to the sound, but go ahead. But the best thing, and you can't do this with CDs, maybe you can do it with MP3s, but that's stupid, is you can carry around a boombox on your shoulder, you know, do the right thing style. Just I mean, you can do it with it. CDs. You can do it. it I can do it with Skip, yeah, yeah if you exactly. want that. Yeah, You can do it with, with, do it with, you can do it with your iPhone. No, yeah, but that's stupid. Get one of those retro beatbox uh, oh, cases. <laughs> turn oh, it, turn it that way. Like, look at me. No. I was just at like a party last night where the person had like you know the the iPhone stereo, but they had an iPad on it, and I was I was kind of disgusted by it. I don't know why, but I was just like, it's like so big. And I'm yeah, like, what is this doing here? You know, <laughs> get like, this out of here. Yeah, I just I didn't like it. I felt There's no room in the basement for that. Get this shit out of my basement. Hey, Casperger said the other advantage is the cassette will self destruct long before you get sick of the music. Oh, fair <laughs> point. Plus, you could strangle someone with the tape. <laughs> yeah. You're not too into it. It's multi-use, is what you're saying. Uh, Jake, like what, is there like? Do you guys do really well digitally, or is it like still like primarily physical with periphery? It's primarily physical, but the uh, digital side is uh, significant. Like yeah. oh, from the first album you guys released to the new one, is the digital like greater? Would you say, or no, is it it's, the same? It's always it's like the percentages are about the same. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's it's very strange how it works out like that. But it it's it's a significant portion, but definitely physical. Yeah, you still, yeah, yeah. The, the CDs. I think that's work. metal in general. Is like you know people yeah. are yeah. so dedicated to the music and they want a physical product. The artwork's so important. The lyrics, yeah. you know, especially when it comes to vinyl or like special packages, you know, all the merchandise. Like, yeah, people want the. Experience. Like digital, I love streaming music on Spotify, but I buy vinyl when, you know, I really love a band. Also, yeah. you can't record. get a digital track autographed when you go to a show. Yeah. That's true. That's very true. But also, what is the value of an autograph? Can you download I an mean, autograph? I mean, if you're a fan. <laughs> you could. You could download a signature and then just yeah. print it out. Digital yeah. signature. Yeah. Download a That's signature, next. Photoshop it onto the CD cover, print out the CD no, cover. No, but then you, you don't have the experience of, like, chatting with someone. Yeah, before. okay. I guess I guess the Every time you meet someone in a band, you don't for. need to get their autograph. Yeah. Right? The like good Jake thing about actually, that. could you sign uh, this beer label for me? <laughs> <laughs> now that I've met you, I'd like your autograph. And Rob, the way the name is signed is very important to the signature. I don't know if you know that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's very important. It's probably the most important thing about yeah. it. Fuck you! <laughs> Yeah, I totally don't get like I don't get autograph. I mean, I get it, but to me, they they don't really. The best like, is when people would, pay for it and get like a certificate of. Oh no, I would yeah. I would never know? pay for one. Like it's an just... Alice Cooper certificate. Of yeah, like who cares? Who cares? Like what? It's, he just sharpied some scribble on this. Well, piece I mean, of paper. we'll do like autograph pre-orders too, where like you know, it's yeah. nice that the band will take time and like maybe autograph a poster or something that you get. But here's the thing: the band is just sitting there. Meticulously autographing two hundred pieces of paper. Correct. It's like what value is it? Like, Wait, why would you? Do like, they have to lick the envelopes that they send the posters into? Yeah, well, they're yeah, not we shipping do. the records out. Well, yeah, like you. Yeah, how, how long does it? Like, it must take hours to autograph like all these booklets and everything. Yeah, it's funny because like our management will have these huge piles of shit that we have to just go through. And there's six members in the band, so it takes us literally like all day to go through like five hundred, a thousand of these. 
things. It's so annoying, and, then, but, and there's no value. But, I, it. but then you get carpal tunnel syndrome yeah. and you can't play. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's your money maker right there. I totally understand it because it's like the, they can offer those to like radio stations to do giveaways, which in turn promotes the band and like yeah. like exposes the record and Some whatever. Some retail stores but, want like yeah. copies, yeah, and then they'll buy more too. So it's it's all like you know part of the business, too. right? Because people want it, but it's like what. What is it really that they're You're getting? holding a thing that that guy held at some point. It's You're a connection. Right. Yeah. 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 That's what it I is. I guess that's true. Yeah, like, like that's like a booger on the corner or something. <laughs> like you really. That would actually we, be we, more yeah. we did customize them. Like we didn't just sign them. We like we were told to, but we would like draw dicks on them and like yeah. you know See? like. Kids want dicks. <laughs> stories and stuff like that. I mean, hey, if they're listening to our band, they have to have a sense of humor. Yeah. I think that's yeah. cool, though. I mean, it is like you can just buy the regular album or if you get like an autographed version. I mean, it does mean a lot to a lot of people. Yeah, I guess it really... Okay, you know what? If you're like a big I fan I bought an band, autographed Twisted pre-order of their last record. <laughs> I thought it was pretty dope. I guess you're also supporting the band a little more by buying like a... Slightly ha- like greater priced one, right? Would it be like a, or I guess it's just sometimes like a limited edition? It's just an it enticement for pre order. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, I got you. It's just further enticement. Why not? Just toss a John Hancock and some cocks on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I guess it's like what? What is a day of of your of your time in in a job if like it sells a few more CDs? Right? Oh no, yeah, it's totally worth doing, but it's just one of those tedious jobs yeah. that you know. Yeah, you, you complain about it when you're doing it, but it's really not that big of a deal, right? <laughs> So basically, you don't want anybody ever to come up to you at a show and ask you for your autograph. No, I, I love it. I love it when people talk to me at shows and stuff. I think it's great. <laughs> Capsberger in the chat writes, yeah, like Rob doesn't have a metric ton of signed Chromeo crap in his oh house. God. <laughs> Rob, the world's biggest Chromeo fan who missed the on sale for their show oh, this week. Yeah. Oh, they're playing this week? No, 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 no. The tickets went on sale this it's, week. It's, and my wife is also sold out fan. in like five minutes. Oh, so wow. she bought the tickets and then 10 minutes later, she IMs Rob. She's like, oh, I got my Chromeo tickets. Did you get yours? And he's like, oh, crap, I forgot. And they were already sold Wait, out. Wait, so who's going with oh, her to see Chromeo? Is it you? Coworkers. I'm not going oh. to that fucking show. Kidding? <laughs> Just I, be I, nice well, to her, Rob. I had my, I had my experience with Chromeo. It's funny because earlier when we were walking over here, yeah. Rob, I was telling him how I just got tickets to see like Kanye West and Nine Inch Nails, and he was like, "Oh, I don't really pay for concerts anymore." And I was sure. like, "Tell him how much I paid for Prince." He's like, "But I'd pay to see Chromeo." Like, that was the <laughs> only man. I'd pay to see Chromeo. He'd, he'd actually pay. Like, money you'd pay two hundred and twenty-five dollars to see Chromeo. No, 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 no. I I paid two hundred twenty-five dollars to see pay- Roger Waters, and that was like. I will. I I don't know if I do it again, but totally worth it. He'd insist to pay double the C Chromium. Yeah, I want to pay five hundred dollars. No, I pay like thirty bucks. I'd pay two hundred something. <laughs> that's how much the tickets were. Service charge. That's yeah, how much they were actually. Really? Yeah. Where are they playing? Uh, Webster Hall. Wow. That's yeah, like they should be playing. <laughs> you know who? Have you heard Disclosure yet? Anyone here? No, no. Awesome UK like electronic duo, just mm-hmm. pumping out some. Jams. You mean Daft Punk? No, they're from France. Rob just downloaded. There's it. more than <laughs> one. Yeah. It's all. It's all the same. Disclosure is sick. Latch. Which 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 song should I play right? Yeah, or when a fire to starts it? to burn. Yeah. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm when gonna a fire starts to burn. Is predict good. this sounds exactly like Daft Punk. All right, go. Except without Pharrell. <laughs> this Hold is on. like lo-fi Daft Punk. Actually, it's starting with a toilet paper commercial. <laughs> yeah. Right now. Stupid YouTube. How of, appropriate. A bunch yeah. Of bears. How does it know? <laughs> <laughs> Why are the bears a different color than? What they are on the actual Charmin. Oh, oh. You let's just hear the free. fucking. You gave it away. Let's Live just hear read. it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, electronic music videos are always so awesome. It's much better than watching like a death metal band playing a warehouse. Well, because there's there's no head. there's That's no money that has to go into the actual production of the record, so it all goes into the <laughs> the video. 
Smart, man. We could learn something. Your something from here. How do you get into your zone, right? I'm going to fast forward a bit, right? Because this is just sad. Uh, is this W. Kamau Bell? And it starts to spread. Rob, there's, an elu- uh, there's a rumor in the chat that uh, that Chromio signed your moves when you went to see the... Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I already told you a story. Like, I passed them like I passed them on the street. They were brunching something. I just wanted to yeah. say moves. And I, yeah, the, uh, I think one Movies. of them lives around here. I'm sure they both oh. live around I think they both live yeah, Is there like, anything oh. more degrading than telling a man that he has boobs? Because <laughs> that's <laughs> what you just did. Rob knows. The chat is very fine. Rob. I don't think I have boobs. I don't agree I'm with good. it. Yeah. <laughs> you can be good I'm and good. have boobs. <laughs> Rob lost a lot of weight, I have to say. He's leveled off. Oh, so before I had boobs? <laughs> you were a little heavier. I was a little boobish. Take him like, out right now. Let's see. You aren't fat or anything. Dump Pretend this right? is a... Oh, wow. No, but you're stretching oh, up. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, yeah, yeah. All right. You're, you're flattened out, out a little, little bit. but not terrible. You flattened out a little bit. Okay, I'll give like that an eight. Cup? Yeah, yeah. You're definitely a lost training weight. Bra. I have to give you Good credit. job. Take it. It's, you're definitely to the point where the stomach sticks out further than the tip. Oh, it's so all. It's I'm all gut. It looks nowadays. like two pepperoni islands surrounded by <laughs> a sea of hair. Like if you emptied a bag of ants on two pepperonis. <laughs> so it looks like taco meat. <laughs> I know what I'm having for dinner. <laughs> I'm hungry for the old El Paso now. <laughs> All right, let's hear this song. This sounds just like uh, like Crystal Method or like Chemical Brothers. Like I mean, that, that was like but 15 like, years yeah. ago, you know? It's true. I know it is It is hard to like look at electronic when you're so engrossed in a genre like we all are. Too, yeah. You know, where you know so, so much about every subgenre. Like there's yeah. a million electronic subgenres. Too. Right, yeah. No, I, I, you know? it's, it's its own crazy world. There's some artists like doing this uh, like Brooklyn Warehouse event on Friday called Shh. Spongle, I believe, of, and I've like heard of him before, but I went on his Facebook to because like, my friends are going to the show, and he has like three hundred twenty thousand fans on Facebook, wow. and that's more it's, than it's any. It's so of our huge, band. yeah. Like possibly, well, not combined, but you might all be bots. So Maybe big. the followers are electronic too. <laughs> it's possible. It is possible. Yeah. For sure. Also, electronic is, is more accessible than. Oh metal, yeah, absolutely. So there's that aspect because chicks go to the shows, you know. Yeah. But even still, I feel like with metal, you kind of have to, like, some of it is a little too abrasive. You know, like, you, you have to have a taste you for it. You have to it. be oh, capable yeah. of thinking. It's thought-provoking. Electronic music, I don't think it's just, like, let's go to the club and dance around and do Molly. Yeah. It's not as much of a thought-provoking. There's people that want to turn their brain off for their entertainment, and there's people that want to have thought-provoked. Have thoughts provoked. <laughs> so you're saying that metal is, is thought-provoking Compared music? to electronic music, yes. Are you saying that you like metal? I like some. I like more metal than I like electronic music, I'll say that. So who is your favorite artist? Is it, is it Tegan and Sarah? No, Fugazi. Oh, okay. Legit. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Bob approved. <laughs> Who's your favorite electronica artist? Electronica artist? I don't think I have one. Okay. Have you guys heard Duck Who Sauce goes? before? They did the song Barbara Streisand, and then they did this video for oh, what the fuck is the song called? It's like the most ridiculous music video I've ever seen. Big Bad Wolf. Yeah. This is electronic also? Yeah, but the music video is like really absurd. I suggest everyone watch it. Stop listening to this podcast, everyone. <laughs> just click over. Watch this video. Well, we can just listen to the song now because it's audio. Cynic uh, or Chromio? 
I do want to start an electronic duo too, if anyone's interested. Who do you hate? Oh, I'm in. Yeah, shall we? We could Maybe be you Robin take, Rob. like, traditional Russian like folk songs and turn them into electronic beats. Someone did that already with the Tetris song, right? <laughs> oh yeah, well like the Tetris song, everyone everyone's remixed that. Hey, even Bruno can be in your band. Yeah. Oh, dogs. You actually need to give that your full attention. So you... Oh well, I mean I'll, I'll watch it. We can just listen to it. <laughs> There's even a cow in there. <laughs> what? <laughs> This is, this is the bar. Is this the song? What's going yeah. on here? This is the song. Although there's a the animal. Sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> so, this guy's crotch is a head. Yeah, the concept of the music video is that their head, their penises are heads. Oh, really? Like human heads. And it's really good. There's some sex acts involved. Some filleting, I believe. I have this dream every night. <laughs> this is a really trippy video. The Big Bad Wolf. Search duck sauce. Big Bad Wolf. I like that there's all these barn animals in the video in the song. But no ducks, ironically. You'd think <laughs> duck sauce. Be well, they've quacking. been turned into sauce. Uh, that just reminded me of this Russian band I found recently Uh-oh. called Ruskaja. What does that mean? I don't know. Actually, they might not be Russian. They're oh, a, boy. It's a Russian parody. Yeah. They're actually from Trenton. <laughs> <laughs> it's, wait, but, it's on Napalm? Yeah! Right? It's, uh, Wow. This is Gogo Bordello. Yeah. But like more metal. You're a metal. This is just ska. You're right. But with Russian singing? Alright, it's still ska. You're right, it is. That's how behind Russia is. They're yeah. just getting the, the scowl <laughs> way of hitting them now. This is the, the Mighty Money Bliat tone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the squirrel nut zippers are huge there. Let's swing, but still. Big bad voodoo daddy. Yeah, oh, yeah. God. Safe Ferris. Was, was anyone a legit ska fan here? I was. I, I was into punk then, so I sort of... I was into ska punk. Okay. So you used to like hold ska. Some- at a synagogue actually in Bensonhurst. Seriously? Yeah. Not just Sky, we punk hardcore whatever. Their basement. basement shows. shows. But, you uh, know Bob like in Philly. Yeah. <laughs> there was a basement scene in Brooklyn. But uh, feminists locked up down there. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sadly, that would have been nice. It was Well in Russia they do that. Pussy yeah, well, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Locking yeah. up all their feminists. Rest in peace. Well, Rob was the cigarette girl at your uh, shows, right? You Basically. Sold the soda. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, I would sell the... Uh, Potato chips and marked up soda bottles. Yeah. Cans. Soda cans. Right? Yeah, bottles. sure. You would have a chance. No, I have water bottles in uh, soda cans. Okay. No yeah, Scott's definitely one of those scenes though that's like pretty much dead. You know, yeah. it's hanging on yeah. by a thread. Like Less Than Jake still exists. But they, they were, were the best. They were Scott Punk the too, though. They crop. weren't like. Yeah, that's true. Uh, when I think of Scott, I think of like the toasters and okay, like that the whole specials. Mood. Yeah. Anything the Scott with Punk the... band sort of had like a longer shelf life. That's true. Like Goldfinger. Do you remember the band, The Suicide Machines? 
Yeah, it was just Suicide Machines. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, they were uh, heavy, dude. They, they were, were great, but like I saw them a couple years ago, and it was so, it's like they Sad. were still in the late 90s. Like, they were ranting about MTV and like, where, <laughs> fuck Gideon Yago, and I'm like, it's 2011. <laughs> <laughs> Do you realize it's, these people don't exist anymore? They oh, Like, God. literally, they were still, it was weird. <laughs> it was weird. Meanwhile, Gideon Yago was in the crowd. Was like, like, oh, uh, fuck. Oh, man. I'm the one that booked this show. Yeah, but there was nothing like a good skank at a show, you know? Just letting loose and skanking. I don't mean women, I mean... No, that's true, though. Dance. Skank, skanking. Dance, yeah. yeah. Skanking away. Yeah. Do you like Mustard Plug at all? Uh, yeah, they were all right. I was a fan of them. Yeah. They had some decent songs. I saw them at Tramps. I have saw them in front of like 10 people. Oh, my God. Multiple times, yeah. too. I think they have a Kickstarter for a new they album. They do, actually. My brother, said, my brother was like their street team rep in Providence, Rhode Island. <laughs> and uh, we was in college there. And he was like supposed to promote a show with like three people. Oh, that's, yeah. And they gave him a free t-shirt or something. Well, how old was your, was your brother at the time? He was like 19 or something. So it's like, why are you with... <laughs> I mean, he didn't do anything. Yeah, but also they're relying on this one 19-year-old to promote their local show. Exactly. They're like, like Providence your show. career's dead. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, I think they successfully raised money on Kickstarter, too, which is solid. So but, I mean, when they were at the peak of their career, I saw them in front of, like, 15. Yeah, they were never huge. Yeah. They opened up for MXPX. That was, like, oh, their God, yeah. big time. They're no H2O, is what you're saying. Oh. Dude, H2O was my first, like, hardcore show, or my second show ever. But I saw H2O, Kill Your Idols, and who's now Black Anvil. For those of you who don't know, really, yeah, oh, the whole band. Yeah, just all three guys out. are now doing Black Anvil instead, nice. and it was weird because it was like my first my first show was Smashing Pumpkins, but then I went and saw H two O when I was like thirteen or something with Kill Your Idols, and now I work with Black Anvil too. Who nice, are fucking awesome dudes. But that was good, man. I like H two O. I was straight edge for a bit. That was stupid. Mm, yes. <laughs> now you are the complete opposite. <laughs> Anyone else fuck with that? Straight edge, and I don't really drink much, but I never felt like labeling. You never uh, claim the X. It's more because I'm cheap. Yeah. <laughs> beer's expensive. Just eh, fuck it. <laughs> I'll just have a Diet Coke. I'm good. Nice. Some water. But if you go to a bar, Diet Coke is like a Hooters. If you go to a Hooters, like a Diet <laughs> that's, Coke. That's your, yeah, you know, section <laughs> of a bar. When you find yourself at a Hooters. <laughs> Last time I was at Hooters was my birthday. With yeah, you. I remember you that. You went to Hooters on your birthday. We went to some comedy show in Central Park, and then we were going to eat afterwards, and the only place that was open was the fucking Hooters. <laughs> and I, I'm like, I don't... I don't like any fanfare for my birthday, but like I got up to go to the bathroom for a second, and when I came back, all of a sudden, all the okay. So when he went out, it was me, Sid, and Sid's uh, good friend Lonnie, and uh, I was like to Lonnie, I was like, we have to get him like a happy yeah, birthday they do thing. A special, yeah. I was like, and he's was, gonna hate it, so we have to yeah. do it. And and then like basically all the waitresses came by, <sighs> and like he was the center of attention. And he was, been so his, upset. He his I felt like such a moron. Like, why did I go to the bathroom? Like, <laughs> He just had a deadpan look of like, are you serious? Did you guys <laughs> yeah. really do this? You're like, you know, I don't yeah. want this. It's Why? on the house, too. You you know? So what do the girls do? They just sing happy birthday. and like, Did they make you around on the table? No. no. I've been no. there for a Hooters birthday. Oh, wow. On my own. But <laughs> yeah. like, my friend wanted to do it. And they made him get on a table and like, you know. Oh, God. I guess it, we were a smaller party. How about oh, that? Yeah. That's probably why. It was just the three of us. They some course we light pitchers and some wings, too. They have good wings. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear about how they're trying to become more of a family-friendly restaurant? I did see <laughs> that. Is so your name what? is fucking Hooters. What are like you doing? How are you going to rebrand yeah. it? You Owls? Know? 
Like, yeah, I guess so. But they the, want like, like kids and women to start coming too. Like your food sucks. Yeah. You know? It's the like, whole point of it is that, like, you get to see scant. Like, that's the But they're not even point. scantily clad. They wear leggings that are, like, eight inches thick. You can't see anything. No, like, it's uh, short shorts. What hooters but then, are you yeah. But then they've got, like, the pantyhose or whatever underneath. It's not like there's bare skin exposed anywhere. Well, that's because you don't want to see varicose veins. They're more right. covered up than the waitresses at most, like, normal restaurants you go to now. It's yeah, like, I mean, I'm surprised they're still in business, yeah. you know? Like, like, just like a relic. Yeah, it is. It is. It's like Tad's Steaks, but, like, slightly more... Fancy. It's like it's a slightly fancier Roy Rogers, basically. <laughs> no, basically, yeah. Yeah, soon it'll only be found at like rest stops on the New Jersey Turnpike, <laughs> you know, which is like yeah. what Roy Rogers is. Yeah, no, there is one. Uh, Darren, Darren, Darren frequents the I only frequented. I go there for a treat with my occasion. girlfriend once a month. That yeah. that's frequent yeah, compared that's to the most loyal customer. <laughs> yeah, it actually hasn't been once a month, so that's what we plan to do. But it's, we did it that one time I told you all about, it, and then before that was like three, four months okay. before. They were what waiting. They stayed open. They're like, maybe that guy and his girlfriend will come back. Come well, on. you know the thing is, hold out hope. It's uh, Roy Rogers, Anna Nathan's, and something else Arthur too. Arthur Treacher's, so perhaps? It's not Arthur Treacher's. Oh, anymore. Arthur Treacher's! But, what a uh, great. Yeah, really? they, so they do great yeah. business in there. It's just a little corner with the Roy Rogers is oh. always empty. Poor Roy Rogers. He was what, like a Western actor or something back in the day? And then he just started frying up hamburgers? (laughs) Or probably just put his name on it. Yeah, yeah. like Kenny Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. It's just if you're if you're country western and your last name is Rogers, you get a restaurant. I bet that's why Kenny, Kenny Rogers probably did it because he's like, well, Wait, he has his own restaurant. Kenny too. Rogers Roasters. Yeah. yeah, I don't think those really oh, yeah, exist anymore either. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. They There's have a one in the episode about it. in the original oh, yeah. Nathan's. Do they still really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Popeye got his own restaurant too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wendy, or that was Dave Thomas, I guess. Yeah. yeah, Popeyes, I love. Don't don't be talking shit on Popeyes. No one talk shit. <laughs> It's great. Yes. It's, there's very few fast food places I will I will uh, go to. Popeyes is on that short list. I think the only other one really is Wendy's. Although my last experience at Wendy's Taco was Bell. That. Oh, and Taco <laughs> Taco Bell pizza is a Hut, you love Pizza Hut. No, I, I will not. I will not go to now. any any pizza <laughs> yeah. place. They need to do more combos like the Taco Bell Pizza Hut. Combo. Yeah, that was like, basically you know. college. It was yeah. just like every day was Taco Bell Pizza. Right. Hut. Yeah, just hitting up one. combos. White Castle. Yeah. Personal pan. Uh, no, I, I wouldn't really attend. White, I wouldn't go to the White Castle that often. I regret it now. I have to say, you should have gone more. You're saying, yeah, but now now there's a White you Castle. Could have gotten tits so much sooner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Now there's a White Castle like not too far away where it's like uh, enough of a walk where it's the one real- in Bushwick. Uh, the one I guess it's in Bo- yeah, yeah, like on Metropolitan. Oh yeah, but it's like a bit of a walk, so it's like I really have to be committed to White Castle. Should get a car so, like, just so you can get White. Castle. Oh my god, <laughs> rent the zip car, rent the zip car for half an hour just to drive to White Castle and drive or, myself back. You burn a few yeah. calories doing that, dude. You know? Just walking to the car. Opening and, the like, door, t- yeah. Typing in your reservation. That's why I like to walk there because yeah, it's exactly. like, well, I burned some calories at, uh, right before I stuffed my face with like... But you need to get like a Lamborghini so you can get home in t- time enough to shit Yeah, because it goes right through you. Well, you're not eating at the White Castle. No, Castles, of course not. You take it out and... You, you're telling me you're going to make it home without eating one burger? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. I don't believe that at all. I, what? Do you bring your own plastic bag to put the White Castle bag in so nobody knows what you've done? <laughs> Hide, your shame. Hide your shame. I'm not ashamed at all. White Castle is great, terrible food. It's That's great fun. in the moment. In the moment. The and then the next moment, too? it's off. What? You ever fuck with the frozen uh, ones? 
No. Yeah, no, I no. had them. They're not. I mean, they're exactly the same, uh, right? They taste a little. See, the, the thing is, I don't. Even, I get a few burgers, and then my chicken my vice is the chicken ring, the ranch chicken ring. Chicken rings. I've never they had have, ranch. They have chicken the, comes in circles. You know, they have ranch dry rub. <laughs> And it's so good. Dry it, rub. It totally makes it. Yeah. The freezing process takes a little something out of it, I think. But it's still good. It's just not yeah, when it's, it's freshly fine. grilled, it tastes better. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. But I haven't had one. I don't remember when the last time I had White Castle was. A, over a year, at least. Same year. Yeah. I've had it. <laughs> much more recently <laughs> just because it's there and it's like once in a while I'm like yeah, all right, yeah, I, don't, I, I don't care about my health yeah, at all tonight. I definitely yeah. know the feeling I'm just getting up there I'm trying yeah. not to abuse myself no tonight. no I totally understand someone actually just wrote I hear Kenny Rogers is doing an anti-gay jingle for Chick-fil-a really huh. I, I thought Chick-fil-a true. was over I, I thought they said like they don't care anymore like we don't want to what the but battle no. against homosexuality is <laughs> They're over homosexuality. Like, <laughs> yeah. whatever. We're just going to focus on the chicken now, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah. I guess he was kidding, but I could totally see that being true, though. <laughs> yeah. with but Brown. why would he want to help out a competing business, you know, when he's got uh, his own true. rotisserie um, chickens he's got to sell? He didn't write Kenny Rogers. He wrote Kenny Rogers. Oh, that, there you go. Oh, okay. So it's the other guy. <laughs> that guy's, a, that guy's <laughs> a prick. Yeah. Very homophobic. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny Rogers. <laughs> I actually went to Chick Fil A for the first time the other day. How is it? I, I was disgusted with myself. Um, it's just a fast food place. It's good though. It's tasty. Wait, where were you? What? Where was there a Chick Fil A? It was in New Jersey. Oh, okay, obviously. Well, they that's have your first Jersey? problem. What's that? I didn't know they had them in Jersey. Yeah, they do. Oh. They're in like mini mall or like you know what do you call it? Mini malls yeah, or yeah. where it's like a bunch of stores. Yeah. Okay, that's like all oh, the food court, like a strip mall. You mean? Like no, a, like a, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> there's just like a bunch of different stores. There's like a men's warehouse, so you know you you can get like a nice suit and then eat Chick Fil A. Reward yourself with a you, nice. You can get a guaranteed you'll look good suit Ugh. at the men's warehouse, and then there's like a Best Buy, and there's a Bed Bath and Beyond where I bought an Iron Maiden dartboard before. <laughs> I found what? it in the Beyond section. It's it ri- nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. It's ridiculous how. Like metal licensing can reach. Oh, I know. I found Maiden shit at like Marshalls before. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the, Maiden the Bed is... Bath and Beyond thing was pretty nuts. They had yeah. one. It's not like they had like ten of them. Well, they well, can't keep they, them in stock. They were probably yeah, yeah selling out. Yeah. You know, word maybe... got out that Bed Bath and Beyond <laughs> was just <laughs> get those limited. They're autographed. There was there was a Trooper cover too. Um, maybe it was just like some woman who worked there was sick and tired of seeing that poster hung up on her son's wall, and she brought it to work, and she's like, "Someone will take it." No, it was a dartboard. Oh, like a legit, like heavy, like thirty pound dartboard. Oh no, it's an official thing. It's a thing. Like I, I had one. Well, about, I'm sure yeah. it is. You had a Iron Maiden. Well, at my old, at the old place that I worked. Oh, nice. Was it the trooper too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He was awesome. like holding the flag. Has anyone had the Iron Maiden beer yet? No, no. no I, I do want to check yeah, it out. Yeah, I've been wanting to check it out. They have it at St. Vitus on tap. <laughs> I want they do? Yeah. I didn't realize it was here in the States. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, they have it. Like the trooper. Ale, I believe. More. I mean, beer has become a popular thing. Would you guys do that? Make your own beer? Yeah. It's, a lot of people do that. It's Jake doesn't even like beer. <laughs> I do. I, I like beer. I just don't nice drink it as much. white wine yeah. or something? <laughs> now we're talking. Shot okay. guy. Um, or maybe no. barbecue sauce. Uh, barbecue sauce might be good. That'd be fun. Or, or a series of pipes. If you could do any... We have grinders that we have never sold yet. 
Nobody buys the grinders. Well, we uh, we haven't put them out yet, but they're like oh. these uh, aluminum grinders with the Periphery logo on top. They look really cool. Oh, that's cool. But they're hard to get because the place won't ship them anywhere. So we can get like one shipment. <laughs> oh, well, why don't you like ship it to your like merch distributor and have them? Well, you can't just ship around gr- grinders. They have to go to a place where it's legal. <laughs> oh. Well, I thought it's not illegal to sell a grinder, is some it? Places it? Some places it is. Wow. Really? Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. Well, it's not illegal. It's not... Like, you just don't promote... You don't say that it's like a weed grinder. Just some places have weird restrictions on it, so... Yeah. yeah. I gotcha. It makes it... It's just a pain in the ass. Oh, Lighters are also a hard thing to, to ship around, too. Uh, wow. Sell those, Because so. they're explosives. That's oh. right. In big, in big packages. <laughs> What about like pipes? Can you? Is that like the similar we thing? We were we were talking about pipes, but the, that's like they're really expensive specialty items. So it's just yeah. it's all about cost. But as far as a beer goes, like we talked about doing that a while ago, and then everybody started doing it. So it's not like right. Yeah, Decibel's actually about to put out a book on like metal beer and like cult. Well, beer. they have that guy who who writes that column. Yeah, yeah, them. yeah. But there's like we've had Pig Destroyer have one, Windhand, um, Red Fang, Mastodon have had beer. Yeah, like waste. beer is like a big uh, like a, like a. I think it's trend. cool though. You know, I mean, it's yeah. like you're gonna get a good beer and it's got a cool logo on it. It's one of your favorite bands, and they're always good too. Like the Windhand beer we had was fantastic. The Quar beer, haven't had that. It's well, it's pale ale, and I don't really like pale ale. So Blake from Pig Destroyer agreed with me. He was like, "Oh, I can't have any of that." Barbecue, yeah, nice. Yeah, you were missed. By the oh, way, God, I wish I was there. You were missed. I wish I was there. Yeah, but. Why couldn't you go? Uh, like all my friends like backed out last minute because I was going to go to Philly. How about and Rob? Down. And then, he friend? didn't have room in the car. Yeah, there was no room in the car. So I had a ride so back, but not a ride down. But I am thinking about going to Delaware Death Fest. Have you guys heard about this? <laughs> really? It's no. like, yeah, I don't think the promotion's going too well. Yeah. It's, not, uh, not a lot of ad The promotion the, begins right now. Yeah, so yeah, who, what are the bands? Uh, well, we have like six bands playing. It's uh, Dying Fetus, Exhumed. Ringworm, Howl, Call the Void. Those two tours are uh, being combined. And then Skinless got back together. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did hear about that. Deicide, Suffocation, Brutality, um, Waking the Cadaver, of course, Beneath the Massacre. Real solid lineup. Um, And it's only, like, the venue holds, like, 200 people, so it's... It's going to be pretty awesome. They're really going to try to profit on this thing. Yeah. Well... Yeah, um, like, like seventy bands max. Two. There's more people in the performance. Yeah, yeah, like between the people performing the actual. I think they're able to sell like eight tickets. Yeah. <laughs> everyone from the band is already like in the venue. Like we're they gonna they're hang all watching out? Watching each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a tour for bands. By bands. It's just for like death metal bands to watch each other. But Skinless, dude, back together. Are you yeah. anyone here a Skinless fan? Yeah, band is sick, man. They also used one of the best samples in any death metal song. They use a Vince McMahon sample where he says, life sucks and then you die. And then it just oh, goes yeah, right yeah. into nice. a brutal death metal riff for the classic track, The Optimist. Mm. Nice little, remember, yeah. little twist right there. Did Vince McMahon sue them? Um, Seems I don't think like he knows about he's, it. He's, he's a big skinless fan. Rob, yeah. don't, don't tweet about it because I right. know he follows yeah, you Actually, can you cut that from this? My mic. My oh, mic boy, on. Rob. He's having a tough time. <laughs> uh, we have a phone number here. I didn't even give it. I feel like it's the first time. There's only I'm three it more minutes to call so in. Three minutes. Right now. 646-929-1357. That's the number to dial. Dial fast. 
stuff. There's one last topic I want to talk about. Okay. If we only have three minutes, um, we have. A, I think we have a little more because we started a bit late. But go ahead. Okay, so the you guys know the Atlas Moth, right? Yeah. They told me I was out on the road with them for a bit uh, last year, and they told me one of the best rock and roll stories I've ever heard. So I'm just curious if anyone's familiar with this. That allegedly. In the heyday of Fleetwood Mac, Stevie Nicks was doing so much coke mm-hmm. that she had I to think get, I've told this on the show before. blow it up her ass, ass yeah. with a straw. Yeah. Like I've heard this before, definitely. We've just, I think we've discussed yeah. this on the show before. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Seems like a live guest. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's yeah, totally. fantastic So that's story. true, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming it is. I mean... Multiple people, even if it's not true, like yeah. I was thinking about true. making like an intern post, like if you want to intern at Relapse, like duties include blowing coke up my asshole. <laughs> she was actually at the Juggalo Fest, spreading her ass cheeks yeah. open. Did you see any she coke farts and her? everyone is high? <laughs> <laughs> Great party trick. <laughs> oh, oh, thanks, Steve. Fleetwood, uh, Fleetwood Mac is getting oh. back together now. Well, haven't they? Yeah, been they back just toured. I was supposed to go. Oh, okay. Went to Roadburn instead. And I'll tell you, there were no straws at Roadburn. <laughs> unfortunately, was there was there weed? I know it's in Rotterdam, right? It's not in Amsterdam. Or yeah, but the thing is, uh, the Netherlands laws have changed a lot. That um, you have to have like a local buy the weed for you. Like foreigners are not allowed to get it. Oh I mean, wow! Ridiculous. And then there's still limits too. So like, if you go in with a Dutch person, they're able. I don't know if it's like that in Amsterdam too. I heard yeah, it I changed a, a bit, while, yeah. but uh, yeah, like tourists cannot go. I wonder if that's like a new budding business, like a. But like, it didn't stop anybody. I mean, yeah, you know, it's a music, it's a metal festival. There's, was was there like on the grounds where people selling weed? Like was there like a like a beer I mean, line? The spots like literally right down the street. Oh, okay, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. People just stroll over there, you know. And one interesting thing they do, which I think a lot of European venues or fests do, is instead of like cash bar, it's like all tokens that they have. So you just buy a bunch of tokens, and then since you don't tip there either, when you're buying your beers, you just give tokens out. So it's really like easy and convenient too. Yeah. The only problem is uh, it's another line to wait on though to get the tokens. Well, it's like machines they have all over the place too. Yeah. So it just things move so much faster. You don't have to do change or anything like that. Yeah. Very efficient. Some Dutch efficiency, man. Interesting. Highly suggest Roadburn, though. Anyone go big fest, it's, big fest for you. I mean, it's it's the best fest I've ever been to. Yeah. What were some of the highlights of your experience? Uh, so I mean, Cult of Luna. I'd never seen them before. They played last year. Um, Electric Wizard, Voivod. Um, they also John Baisley had his first like art exhibit there too. So there were all these like old sketches he had done of uh, like drawings from when he was a kid and like sketches of like the Cavalier Tat cover and uh, Four Horsemen Metallica piece too. Like that was down the street from it. The year before was uh, what's his name uh, away from Voivod had an art exhibit too because he does you know all the band's art, which is pretty solid. And then there's like except a- for that last album, which looked terrible. <laughs> it looked like a really bad MS Paint drawing. Here, let me... <laughs> I liked it. I mean, that's his style. Yeah, that's pretty much Voivod. Yeah, have you seen a Voivod cover before? I have. This was actually one of the best ones. I, I don't know. But like... like the, uh, it's just... Bro, that alien thing would fuck you up. Look at those spikes. Uh, the, I don't know. Those gradients. It's just... like It looks so terrible. He also did the cover of um, Mean Deviation, the book from Ian Christie's publishing. Company. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe it was just his color choices that, that, that ruined it. Like, the sketch itself is fine. Who are you to criticize? I, I am Rob. 
Who are you to criticize my criticism? Your friend. Well, I guess I'm not Voivod's friend. (laughs) Burn! All right. Road burn. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah. Good show, guys. Good stuff, Bob. Thank you for... uh, Thank you for having me. I'm excited to watch Breaking Bad now. Mm -hmm. Who's going to die? Well, yo, people are suggesting left? you get the Iron Sheik on the show. That would, yeah. Have you followed his Twitter? Oh, of course. Oh, he's, he's a big he's a big guy on the show. On this, on he's the, always talking about out all Kogan. We always talk about him on the show. Uh, but I, I've been try- I got in contact with his public, like his PR guy, but I just wasn't like you gotta be persistent. I think can't seal Wait, the deal. Yeah. Rob, Rob's not good at that. Uh, yeah, exactly. I followed up like twice. He he did not respond. Twice to get him on the show. Did you click send? <laughs> on the How email. many times did you guys uh, uh, set up any interviews? I, t- I don't I know what to, knew about it. I don't know what to do. Tell me what to do, and I'll do it. Give me no, the phone that's, number. That's not what I'm implying here. Call, well, you need to yeah. call his give it agent to me. I'll do it. as, Iron as the Iron Sheik. Be like, yeah. <laughs> tell him you want to be on the yeah. live cast. Why are you not coming on the live cast? You piece of shit. No good motherfucker. <laughs> Liar. Cheap Jew Russia. <laughs> See, the agent would totally Chief be fooled that he'd set it up. <laughs> Why you not set me up on the, the live cast? And you killed the Daniel. <laughs> See, if you could have any wrestler guest on this, oh, though, yeah. who would it, it be? Iron, it, Iron Sheik would be number one. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, number two, I feel Stone Cold Steve Austin. Bruiser oh, wow. Brody. He's dead though. That's what any he didn't say any oh, living. Right. Yeah, that's he wouldn't true. be very Chris entertaining. Benoit. Three. Chris Benoit. Oh, number one. Ask Chris him why he Chris Benoit. Yeah, why you kill Baby Daniel? I mean, we've been asking that question. Yeah, for so should long. get Chris Benoit on with Iron Sheik. <laughs> oh, Rob, just wear a Chris Benoit mask while you talk to Iron <laughs> well, Sheik, and he'll think it's he'll. he'll do you think when he couch. committed that cold-blooded, calculated murder that he actually like crippler cross faces? Yes, that was that was in the report. That's how he killed the kid. And Putting him in his finishing move. What is that like? No, the move. wife, he strangled her to death because okay. they apparently got into a fight. What's what this? is his finishing move? The crippler cross face. I know, like, what, what, what does take, that entail? You take, like, the person's arm, and that's, like, in between your legs, I believe, and but, then you just oh, yeah. But it's a little kid. Up. Like, the arm probably didn't even stretch that oh, far. Oh, he probably right? like, broke him in half. You think his son oh. tapped? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was his son having a seizure. Yeah, that was a death rattle. Even like doing fake wrestling growing up, yeah. like this was the most painful. Yeah, because just when you pull you back on the neck, that's how you. He's tapping, but it's not going to help, King. There's no disqualification, <laughs> and he's also four. Yeah. Yo, know, in my uh, my high school, we had not Never. one but two kids severely injured by getting stone cold stunned. Uh, one kid's uh, crippled for wrestlers. the rest of his life. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> on a bus? No, not even like on a school bus. What? Stunned him, and then like got suspended for a year. Wait, so it's pretty fucking stunning. The the yeah, person the person who got stunned the perpetrator was allowed to come back to school a year later. Oh, that's good. after. Crippling a kid for his entire life. Getting uh, it was a six stunner. What was? The, <laughs> did you see it? I didn't witness it. No. I wasn't. I didn't ride the bus. It would have at least been worth it. Wait, got the bad kids. This is why you shouldn't ride the fucking oh, bus ever. Yeah, what? Like, what was the injury? A neck injury? Yeah, like, it broke his neck. But it's kind of impossible to stun someone wow. if they're not cooperating. I mean, exactly. Yeah. Unless you kick him in the stomach a... first. Ah, that's but, why he well, does yeah, that. It's just a move that makes no sense except in wrestling because it's like the guy has to 
jump down and then pop up. It's like a up. pedigree. So did yeah, the guy jump? be involved with it. So the, they were planning to do a move together, and the guy was trying to sell it. No, there was it. no plan. The dude was just, just on a stunning rampage. <laughs> <laughs> right. So he just went down and and just and snapped his yeah, neck. Right. Yeah. So the, what really happens when you do a stunner is that. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a lethal <laughs> finisher that you just snap necks with it. We also had a different, a completely unrelated, a different kid who was like the stun king, and he, he was like left one of the kids who was like left behind, you know. So all he did instead of like learning was stunning kids, and uh, the teachers wouldn't do anything about it. Like they'd watch us like, get stunned by this bully all the time, and he enacted this rule: like if you wore a stone cold shirt, you were immune from getting stunned that day. <laughs> so there was and, like kids. Start, I went to Walmart and bought like an Austin three sixteen shirt. I wasn't even. I like WCW. His dad though. probably worked at Walmart. He I don't think to he bump had up a sale. Dad. Oh, well. It was one of those situations. And I remember, like, <laughs> even in like gym class, he'd be like uh, doing what was Scott Hall's uh, Razor's Edge? Move? Yeah, he'd like Razor Edge a kid off like Jesus. like the balcony. Like, oh my god! <laughs> and like the gym teacher would come in and be like, "All right, guys, quit clowning around right now." It's like we're not clowning around; we're getting beat up just because it's wrestling moves. You know, yeah. this dude is Jesus kicking our asses. Christ. I wow. once gave the uh, kid this scorpion death drop by Sting the oh, like that's a, reverse that's on, yeah. on the sidewalk, and his head hit the sidewalk oh. really hard. But he lived; he was fine. You know, we used to just do figure fours. <laughs> those other. those hurt. Too. Yeah, uh, but that, you're not what, gonna kill someone. We convinced uh, a friend of mine uh, when we were all like teenagers to get into a surfboard, which is one of those moves where you like hook their legs oh, and then yeah, pick them up and they're wild. hanging. And he was like, "That is the most painful thing I have ever experienced." Yeah, I can see that. Like, if you really p- who administered the, the surfboard? Some other kid. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> that's another move that no, you can't. I'm too bad. That's a get next into. level move. They can't yeah. get into it though unless the guy cooperates. Yeah. I mean, most wrestling moves is there. Yeah. Cool. Well, the yeah. good wrestling Otherwise, moves. it's assault. You know? I mean, yeah, the good wrestling moves though are ones that if it wasn't fake, you could do that to the person. You know, like yeah. the scoop slam, or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, they, it might look better because the guy's cooperating. Well, that's fine, but if it's a move that I can't do to someone if they don't help me out, then I don't. I think it's whack. You know, it's like a shitty yeah. move. The best wrestling move I ever did. We used to in my my building had like this big like lobby area that was like almost like the size and shape of a wrestling ring. So all the little kids, when there weren't like people coming and going, we'd like do fake wrestling and. One time I was like, right, there was a kid on the other team that I really didn't like who yeah. lived in my building. So I'm like, I'm warning you, I'm going to be the Bushwhackers. So just be prepared. And I bit him on the thigh really fucking hard. And he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was like, I said, I would, like, this is what they do. Did you go lick him later? Lick no, his there was no licking, just biting. And thankfully he was wearing sweatpants, so it wasn't like biting skin. But still, it hurt. I left some teeth marks on that motherfucker. And now you have rabies. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right, it was worth it. No regrets. Janet Jackson would not get in a bed with you. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Again. What were you going to say, Bob? Uh, well, last, I just remember one other. We had a kid get brain damage in my high school, too, from getting German suplex. Oh, what? <laughs> I, like, and that kid got arrested. None of my friends ever got like any sort of <laughs> it was injury. A, it was an epidemic of like wrestling moves. Where did you go to school? It was in South Jersey. It was right. just like kids just <laughs> I destroying <believe> each other. <laughs> and... It, in the German suplexer, I think he was allowed. Like, we didn't feel safe. We're like, we don't want this guy. What is that like? It's like a kid bringing it. The German suplex, you, you grab a man from behind. Like, you, you know. You hug him from behind. You hug him from behind. And then you, like, lift him over your body and, like, throw him. You throw him oh, over your head. Against okay, the ground. So your, your skull crushes. Uh, it's like, you're not supposed to do it on concrete. You know? Right. Um, but this dude did. And the kid was retarded anyway. And then he, like, got brain damage. Like, it was such Maybe a he thought he was going to fix him. To do. <laughs> like in the cartoons when you get kicked in the head by a donkey and then you get kicked the second time and you're back to normal. Yeah. 
You're just trying to fix the kid. I could see the Nazis like performing experiments like that, like German suplexing, like retards. That's where it came from. Yeah. <laughs> to see if it fixes them. It doesn't, folks. Well, the Nazis thought killing them was fixing them, so <laughs> now, it worked for them. Now, when ICP showed up with the uh, the oddities in WWF at the time, were you like... This is unbelievable. Yeah, I my, watched all the rest. My two worlds colliding now. They were in WCW with Vampiro. And yeah, Aiden. after. They started the Deadpool. Yeah, yeah it was after. Yeah. They were in ECW before that, too. And Bef- then before WWF. <laughs> oh, really? I thought I remember. Rob, remember that Ring of Honor show we were at when yes. ICP did a run-in and got booed out of the fucking Are venue? Yes. Yes. <laughs> there was one That's Juggalo bullshit, kid man. already at the audience, <laughs> it was, and he was so psyched, no, and the rest of us there, booed. There were, like, there were like 10 or 15 There weren't Juggalo. that many. There were yeah. definitely not that there, many. It was like a, a surprise appearance yeah. that they clearly announced because they played a show okay. in Philly. This was like, WWF? No, no this was Honor. Ring of Honor. This is like is after ECW closed down. Was like, I at okay. this? A venue in Philly. I don't Philly. think so. Yeah. This was, I don't know if you know where the Murphy Rec Center is. It's the old ECW arena? No, no, no. It's like a few blocks away from it. So okay. anyway, it's a small basketball gym, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like a basketball <laughs> gym. And so these like 10 jugglers, and like, this is like... Nobody looks like a juggalo at the show, so we're like, "Who are these people with with the, their faces painted?" And then ICP comes out, and everybody's like, "You know, we don't want this or no whatever." Way. Like just yeah. chanting, like, "Like so they don't know good wrestling." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then the ten juggalos were just like cursing every like yeah, the rest yeah, of yeah, of yeah, course. Course. like you don't get it, man. Well, the thing I remember from uh, ICP wrestling and WCW was they had that match. Uh, with Mike Awesome when he was that seventies guy, oh, and, yeah. awesome. and they had, oh, yeah. and it was like they a full on a school bus. Yeah, yeah, they, right. like, he was on. He drove in with the Partridge Family bus. That was yeah. his gimmick because it was that seventies guy. Yeah, he, yeah. he threw Poor Shaggy awesome. Two Dope off the fucking. He actually bus. Uh, severely injured him. They oh, had to quit right? after oh, that. Shit, yeah, I didn't know that. And now Mike Awesome's dead. So yeah, is full he? Circle, I think yeah, right? a while ago. How did he? Yeah, he OD. Oh yeah, obviously. Over that gimmick. Probably he was a little too seventies. So you were a WCW guy? You were like into NWO? Was that your, your Yeah, thing? I mean, black and red, Wolfpack, man. Too sweet. <laughs> <laughs> loved it, yeah. And I loved Raven. I mean, I feel like... Yeah, Raven is, is one of my too. all-time favorite He would go from wearing like a... I think he wore like sentence shirts wore and Nevermore shirts yeah, to right. wearing ICP shirts, too. Like, oh, yeah. He had phenomenal taste in music. How do you have this just queued up? <laughs> I'm magical. <laughs> it's a pro. Conan, dude, you remember his music video? Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, He's the unbelievable. Worst. He's the worst. And then worst Sting joined the Wolfpack, too. Yeah. It's like. WWF was shaking in their boots because WCW was just killing it. No. <laughs> well, then they bought them out. No, for a while, like a week. By yeah. the time of the Wolfpack, they were already yeah. They were already... Yeah. No. That was like the Austin... Goldberg stuff. ruined WCW. Yeah. That's first part of it, sure. I think a lot of things... I think Hogan I think the NWO ruined it, ruined yeah. it after the first... It's just they never lost yeah. the NWO. They never... Like, <laughs> yeah. the good guy... Goldberg went like 150-0. and Yeah. But it was a good idea that they never did anything with. Yeah. Do you remember any matches from the NWO at all? No, it was, it was all like gang. I remember yeah. gang Hogan versus Sting for how unmemorable it was. Yeah. Yeah. There was that one Horace Hogan match that was great. Horace. <laughs> <laughs> and then they got the, like they started saturating it with every guy that ever left yeah. WWE. Yeah. yeah. yeah at the time. Exactly. Uh, fucking the Berserk. John Nord. Rick Hus- Flair was the uh, 
Hugh oh. Morris was in one of them, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, the B team. Oh. Virgil was in the NWL. Yeah. Lex you guys Luger have read the Virgil bag on Deadspin, yes. right? Oh, there. my God. That's the best. the best thing yeah. on the internet. So good. Those so Ric Flair stories. Have yeah. we not had him on the show? Speaking of Virgil. autographs. We should get. Oh, he, he he'll like be hangs out at like he's sitting outside Netflix. right now. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a Comic Con because uh, we're gonna have a, a booth there. Maybe has like... he ever had a booth at Smorgasburg out here? <laughs> yeah. I've never seen him at Smorgasburg, but uh, he loves the ramen. Bird. Maybe I'll, I'll jump up on the twenty dollars to do like an interview. Just have, have like the the dollar bill on the fishing pole and just lure him all the way back <laughs> to the studio. <laughs> He'll go. It'll work. Yeah. <laughs> some white cats. <laughs> Rest in peace. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. Uh, really good show. Uh, Bob, thank you for popping in and hanging out with us. And yeah, thank you. It was a yeah. hilarious thank show you. today. Pleasure. It's a pleasure. And uh, anything anything you want to plug really quickly? Um, we have a lot of good records coming out. <laughs> there you go. Relapserecords.com. What, is it BrutalPandaRecords.com? Is yes. that the other? Whore's record coming out next. That album rules. Yeah, and, and when's, that, when's that Necrophagist record coming out? Uh, well, apparently they're recording a new yeah, record, right? Uh, no. We'll see. It's never happening. <laughs> and uh, thank you, Jake, as always, for sitting in. When are you leaving, Jake? You guys have a tour starting soon, right? <laughs> <laughs> when are you no longer yeah. going to be on the show? I didn't mean it that way, but wow. tomorrow. <laughs> uh, no, uh, actually, yeah, I am leaving uh, in two weeks. You guys are going out on the road with Born of Osiris. Deadlift Circus. Uh, I, w- may, I wish it was the Safety Fire. Oh, oh, no, Safety Fire is with Between We the love those I'm guys. Sorry. But, um, Deadlift and Circus. And what was the other band? Oh, 12 and Ninja. 12 and Ninja. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's a cool tour. And I will be hitting Outback Steakhouses all across the country. <laughs> See me on my Rob yes. Goes to the Outback Tour. Eddie Trunk will be introducing me. <laughs> right? Yeah, so like he'll be taking up all the allotted time. So I actually don't get to make it. You'll be into your fourth rack of ribs by the time he's done talking. Yeah. <laughs> I will never be that person. I will never. You like, never know. Say that now. Part of me is like, well, I understand. You want to be that person. Has, no, chance. I don't want to be the one to be like promoting uh, Eddie Trunk's Essentials Volume Two book and over. No, it would be Rob Bonnie's Essentials Volume Two. Oh, you're right. You're right. Well, you don't want you don't want to be the guy that's like at someone else's show hogging hawking yeah. their own promoting sh- his own shit. Yeah, I would never do that. <clears throat> but. Go to metalinjection.net slash merch to pick up some t-shirts. Uh-huh. And Are there any Rob shirts yet? No. They should do that, man. Like this, but like you. Just my face. Uh, yeah. Oh, Che Guevara. Rob well, there's, Guevara. Yeah, that would there's be that one for Black Metal History Month. That's Abe Lincoln. Oh, I thought. Yeah, che sure. Paz Bonnie. <laughs> no. All right. I we're think gonna, people, I would wear one. Me too. Well, maybe I'll just get you like a. Kids co- could turn them into back patches too. You Go know, to Coney Island. Like you could get things. those. Airbrushed. Sid, Sid, you have anything to plug before we go? Um, listen to less music. Everyone <laughs> read a fucking book. Change. That's that's it. I'm good. Darren, right. to plug White Castle. <laughs> Roy Rogers, I should say. Right. Right. I'd no, actually eat that. Nothing. No, nothing to plug. Nothing. <clears throat> No. Prospect Park. That's another. That's another. <laughs> well, I highly recommend Prospect Paisley Park. Paisley Park, I recommend. <laughs> All right. We just walked by Prospect Park the other day, and Jake's like, oh, is that where Darren got a beat? <laughs> where well, part there of it was. There it. should be a plaque on the on the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the sports bench. What park did you walk by? I don't remember. Uh, I was on the side where you come out, and then there's was, Wendy's across the street. Actually... <laughs> 
the truth is it was by the cemetery and I'm like no no, no that's the cemetery okay we were next on the down. Down. We I just saw a sign for Prospect yeah. Park nice. and I pointed into a dark area so I'm like that's you could probably get a blowjob in there outdoor yeah. blowjobs are so filthy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Where was the filthiest blowjob you ever got, Bob? <laughs> just to just to close us out here, he was on the next tree to me, right? <laughs> filthiest blowjob. Yeah, each other room at McDonald's. Up. <laughs> That's not true. I feel. I feel. <sighs> The ladies' room would probably be. We were in guy. McDonald's that same day. I told you it didn't wasn't oh, yeah. working. He like didn't want the handicap bathroom at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> it was so unromantic. I was just sitting there holding the door closed, like, <laughs> like what if someone comes? You know, let's just. Well, isn't well, that the, the point? point? Yeah, like what? no, it's not the point. I don't want to get caught. No, oh, somebody coming. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Right over my head. <laughs> well, isn't that the point for it to go over your head? All right, let's get out of here before we just make endless pun jokes. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with another new edition of the live cast. We're going to have a guest? Maybe. You want to mention? No. Oh, yeah, I know. We're going to have uh, uh, the jaded punk, Dan Ozzy, is going to be sitting in on the show. That Actually, should be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, nice. He just did a great write up on how Miley Cyrus is the most punk rock artist. Yes. And it's so true. And the best thing about that is the comments of how outraged people are. Oh, yeah. 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 What the fuck are you talking about? You don't know shit about punk. Shut the fuck up. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah. See you then. <laughs> okay.